0: Oh, I think it's sick. Enter the hideout. L-F-A and j And be heard.
1: What, what, what's new? Ooh, what are you doing? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Oh,
2: my desk's a little white today. Welcome I think, to the- I think Ch- since Chunks got back, he forgot a few of his
1: duties. Welcome back into the Hideout Radio 104.1. I am L-F-A, and that is J-Dubs. And this is your safe place. Come on in. 407-916-1041,
2: 888 1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone.
1: Uh, J-Dubs, Dobbs, is Chunks, the executive producer of The Hideout. I've already yelled at him um, <laughs> to get your machinery. And uh, he is back from vacation. Not
2: 100%, obviously.
1: Oh, apparently they're putting drops in. Oh. That's what's going on with your machinery. Okay. Um, he's also screening your phone calls tonight, uh, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Those of you lucky enough to have singular wireless, Star 1041 and your singular wireless phones. Uh, that is Tommy Bateman, our director. He is manning the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Highout. Very interactive, this show is. Yes. Phone, computer, realradio.fm, the hideout page. Got a whole new look. Tommy Bateman also in charge of that. Looks good. This is your most user-friendly show
2: and a night in Orlando. Guaranteed. You can get hold of us in any way.
1: Yeah, there's also email, but uh, mm-hmm. there's no need hey. to go. All that's linked up on realradio.fm. It's also the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, J-Dubs. And we're definitely gonna live up to those two things tonight um Tommy has some tapes that he has to, that he wants to play for us um I guess there's one and I heard I heard the Phillips file talking about it a lot today and uh, he said he'd pull it earlier in the afternoon um I I guess this this massage parlor in Longwood ironically enough mm. I think and um, it's uh it's one of those places where you go and you can you know you throw some extra money and you can get a handy. A rub and tug. All right. So apparently local6.com has the uh, the video up there. And he says it's pretty entertaining. So we'll play that at some point. also, too, he, he said he had something about beer, spaghetti, and an AK-47 and roommates that he wants to get to at some point. So Tommy has some tapes. Uh, dubs, I also heard the uh, the Burke show talking today about a romance only lasting for a year. And I had a couple of thoughts on that. Now, Douchechill Derone is here, mm-hmm. and he, I guess, has something new called Douche's Dunk? Or is it
2: Derone's Dunk? Derone's, uh Dunk on Sports or something like that. He has something going on.
1: I know he's been interviewing some uh, NBA players. Like he, uh, he actually talked to Dwight Howard of the Orlando Magic, who is, a, who is quickly becoming a superstar in this mm-hmm. league.
2: And uh, he's sitting there like a... Sh- schlub talking to Daron.
1: so we'll get into that dude i got a couple of radio buddy updates for you jaw Ooh. dropping jaw dropping really and they'll and then you can turn it into to um a whole discussion as well one of them i feel really really awful about
2: <laughs> i uh, feel awful about all of our former uh people we've worked with they all end up doing nothing like uh the people from uh the the uh music radio scene that we hung out with for a while they all end up doing nothing, and with all the talent
1: in the world. Right, well, I got actually a comment on that one. Um, uh, apparently, oh, so I think we've come up with what we want to do with the Monster Telethon. Uh, this is Friday, as it's going to be live on the radio and also on uh, Bright House Channel 10. Hide out heretic Christmas carols. We, along with the heretics, would like to be able to be around for the monsters whenever they need someone to sing Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. And yep. we'll do it if they need to fill a little time. And
2: I'll tell you what, I, uh, I'm i an awesome baritone. I'll be able to uh, fill in very nicely.
1: Should we have the heretics come up and audition? Oh, I'd like that. Now, here's the other thing, too. Or do we just handpick them? Can you sing? And if so, do you want to be on the show on the Monsters this Friday with us singing Christmas carols? Here's the other issue, too. Um... Do you even know any Christmas carols? Oh, but... I couldn't sing one to you now if my life depended on it.
2: We'll definitely be looking at that stupid book, like everybody who ever comes around, like the
1: uh, from house to house. I forgot they have them. They always have the book. All right, we need Christmas carols immediately and singers and costumes. All right, four zero seven nine one. I figure we wear a hideout T-shirt.
2: No, I figure we uh, we dress like it's like a middle school play, and we're doing some nativity scene, just real poor costumes. Maybe some paper mache right, Who's going to be in
1: charge of all that, though? Chunks. Oh, boy. All right, and this is going to be Friday. Yeah. Do you realize it's Wednesday, or is it Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Oh, okay. All right, it's only Tuesday. All right, so we have to get to that, then. Mm-hmm. All right, if you want to be a heretic and you want to sing Christmas carols with the hideout, on the monsters this this Friday morning on television and on the radio. Then uh, let us know four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Taylor Enterprise, you're in the hideout. What's up, Taylor? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going, boys? All right, what you got, buddy?
3: Hey, I just wanted to tell you, man. If y'all are serious about this stuff, I'll come up and sing some Christmas carols. I love Christmas, man.
1: Uh, do you know anything?
3: Ah, uh, I, uh,
4: yeah, I mean, I know all the, all the, uh, classic ones, jingle bells. Alright, sing uh, jingle bells, Sing a
1: little jingle bells right now. Uh,
3: jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Alright, you're in. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Hold on, hold on. On. Horse up and slay.
1: Hey, alright, you're all in. Right, I don't know how no one signed him yet. Okay, here's the thing, Taylor. Hold on. Alright. We're, gonna, all right, we're gonna get your phone, uh, phone number. Alright, I like this. Alright, people are already stepping up.
2: Being somebody.
1: Yeah. This is your chance to be somebody with the hideout and the monsters for the mustard seed.
2: Dude, I can't sing. Give me just like the uh, jingle bell chorus. Jingle bells, jingle bells. More feeling, my friend. Jingle
1: all the way. It's not Christmas. It's the holidays. It's Christmas. Not really Christmas. All right. Here they are. Dubs, they're they're lining up. They want to be... A hideout heretic Christmas caroler. Ooh, pretty voice. Actually, that's a lot better than the last guy. Mm -hmm. Maybe just do that with a dial tone. (laughs) Uh, They don't go fast enough, otherwise they would. All right, people are already asking me what time. I don't know. Let me talk to Russ tomorrow.
2: Yeah, we'll find out what time and what's going on with that. Uh, we just want to know if you want to be a part of it and then uh, if you want to be a part of it we can see what everything's going to be like what time we're going to need you there and then you can make your decision from there but we need you to
1: commit to singing if we need you to yeah you have to be able to sing and here's the thing I don't think it needs to be uh, outstanding we need some chicks too we need some hair chicks stepping up because it it can't be all dudes can it why don't we Um,
2: everybody else is singing and me and you, we act out some of the old claymation scenes from the uh, the Christmas uh, shows. Obviously in there, no
1: one likes a Frank in the box. All right, I'm down with that, actually. If you can get it together and know, like choreograph it, I'm down with acting that out. That could be a lot of fun. All right, 407-916-104. All right, Nightmare Dave says that he's in. Not Jefe says, uh, where's this going to happen? Can I dress as Jefe? No. He already does. I think it's going to be pretty early. I mean... Fairly early. Whenever the boy, I'll even, I'm even willing to get there as early as possible for the boys if they need it. I'll be there in my PJs. Guarantee it. What about that? Why don't we just do it in our uh, sleepy
2: gear? Why don't I do it via satellite from my bed?
1: Okay, see, I don't think that they're going to go through all that. I get tired, man. I'm a person. Can you imagine how excited we're going to be the first couple of times? And when it's rolling around till 10 o'clock. Oh, when it gets to 10 o'clock, we will be loopy. Yeah. We're just all going to be pissed off. <laughs> and what are even. All right. Jingle bells. What are some of the other, like, classics? Um, 12 Days of Christmas. Oh, man. We we could <laughs> eat up an hour. Uh, what else is there? There's. Uh, hold on a second. Oh, Rage in Orlando. You, are you down? Yeah, I'm down, dude. All right, can you, can you be up pretty early on Friday? Uh, yeah, as long as it's not 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> well, there's a chance. Hey, right. if, if we're going to be up at 6, then you may have to uh, bite the bullet for this one day, and for us and the monsters and Brazil. Well, be able to see. yeah,
3: for you guys, I'll bite the bullet.
1: All right, hold on a second. Time's going to get your number, all right? Hold all right, on. man. You hmm? all right, here's Jake the mechanic, another heretic stepping up to the plate. What's up, Jake? What's up, boys? How you doing?
4: Um, I'm leaving Friday for South Florida. I was supposed to leave at 5 in the morning with my fishing partner for a tournament, but I will be able to step up and volunteer for at least two hours. I
1: right, look at this, throwing, uh, putting off the fishing. Are you going to bring your chick?
4: Yeah, yeah, well, I haven't even called her. I'm actually on my way to class. I'm walking into the building right now, but I'm sure she's listening, so if awesome. she's listening, she needs to call in and volunteer, too. All
1: right, then good. We got Jake the Mechanic and his hot chick, CJ. Right, perfect. We just, need,
4: we just need to know if it's, you know, early enough.
1: Uh yeah Wow. I'm gonna talk to the monster I'm gonna talk to the, uh, Russ and the boys tomorrow yeah and we'll get a hold of you guys tell you what time everything's gonna go down all right thank you Jake appreciate it all right this is coming together we need a, we need a gimmick we did we we're gonna sing Christmas carols it's gonna be the hideout and the heretics but we do need a gimmick how about we Winter Wonderland's is another one that's not a that, Winter Wonderland that's not a one that you go around when you're caroling yeah why not. Walking in a winter, winter wonderland. wonderland. Oh, dude, it's going to be so bad. It'll be mumble Hey, here's what we ought to do, too. And we'll see if we get permission, no, man. permission from the monsters. We released the Christmas uh, CD just in time. Ooh, Hideout Christmas CD of us mumbling <laughs> on, on the monsters and on Channel 10 on Friday. <laughs> I'm willing to step up, dude. I think this is going to be a blast. Gason in Orlando, are you down? I'm down. I can sing all, all day. Right. <laughs> not, I don't even know what you want to sing, and I'm not interested. He is down, though. Yeah,
2: that's the one <laughs> He's thing He's actually he calling from there right now. Eric in Cocoa Beach. What's up, Eric?
4: Oh, happy. You went back.
2: Go back to
1: Mexico. All right. The one day Putin's mm-hmm. not here. That guy gets over on Tommy and then in Mexico we can't make a snowman. <laughs> I don't think that's the way the words go. I make them up as I go along. All right, what are some more Christmas? Should we take requests?
2: Oh yes, yeah, and I'll request that morning. All
1: right, so we got Jim we
2: need phones. we at least need some names, you know. So requests are open.
1: All right, do we do Noel? Is, oh yeah, is that Noel? Noel. Oh. Noel. No. I'm afraid this may ruin our relationship uh, with the monsters. I think it'll ruin our relationship with Jesus just butchering the songs. Mine was ruined a long time ago. (laughs) I think it was when I accepted Allah. Um, Where'd you accept him? Gage. In Altamont Springs, you're in the hideout. What do you got, dude? Hello. Yeah.
3: Hey, dude, what's up? It's Gage.
1: What's up, Gage?
4: Yeah, I got an
2: idea.
4: Mm -hmm. Uh, In between, uh, I'll put on my Billy Idol gear, come out and look like Billy Idol, and taser my girlfriend to yelling at the Christmas tree by Billy
1: Idol. Okay, you can't. (laughs) Then no. I don't even understand what that would be. Why? We're actually doing, I don't know, maybe he hates (laughs) his chick. I'm not sure why he wants to do that. All right, people are telling me they want to step up. James and Kissimmee are in the hideout. We got James. What's up, man? Yo, dude.
3: Man, there's a gazillion Christmas songs. How come you only got two?
1: I don't know. We can't. We're drawing right. blanks. I'm not listen a holiday up. kind of guy.
3: All right, listen up. There's Silent Night. Oh, oh nice. Silent Night. There's Little Drummer
1: Boy. pum pum
3: There you go. There's Oh Come All Ye Faithful.
1: I don't get into that sick stuff. That's look, a little man, dirty.
3: You need to stretch it. I can't be there. I wish
1: I could. Oh, there's look eight at that. Hey, thank you, James. All right, it's Russ. Russ from the Monsters, the commish, Russ. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing, man? Outstanding. How are you? Very
3: good, man. I just to my show. I appreciate you guys wanting to help on Friday. That is awesome. And I just, I know you said you were going to talk to us tomorrow, but I figured I'd call and see if there's anything I can help you with tonight.
1: Oh, that is perfect. Thank you so much, Russ from the Monsters, joining us in the hideout right now. Are you okay with uh, the hideout and us bringing in the heretics and doing, uh, doing the Christmas carols? Yeah,
3: man, that's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. I appreciate you guys wanting to do something. We just the only thing is, is that uh for this particular thing, because uh you know kids are involved and in all that, I promise uh, Bright House that we keep it, you know, somewhat clean. Oh yeah,
2: that's uh, def- that's definitely why we're gonna do the Christmas carols. Like sing them by, you know, how they go. It'll yeah. just it'll just kind of be. Poor right. quality because it's uh, us singing it. It'll be that, I, that's I, 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 where the comedy comes in. Yeah, don't worry, and, and Baba can
3: uh, can play along with you because he's gonna have his little band thing set up. So nice. You just you just tell him what you want uh, him to play, and he'll play it. And uh, we've got you know five hours to fill, so uh, I, I appreciate the hideout wanting to help. It's awesome.
1: Here's what I was thinking too: if we could, if we could wrangle up everybody. I'd like to be there for whenever you guys need a break. Because I understand, you know, you're doing the radio show, and then you have the actual five full hours on TV to do. So whenever you guys say, hey, we need a good three, four minutes... You kick it over to the hideout and the heretic Christmas carolers, and we sing so everyone can catch their breath. And I want to okay. bring
3: with that. that's good, man. I've got a bunch of acts like that that are set and ready to help out that way. So uh yeah, that'll that'll be great.
2: I appreciate it. And I also want to bring some uh poor elderly people in to hand a basket of fruit to because <laughs> uh, we won't be able to go door to door and do it. So I figure the poor elderly people can ride the bus, bus into us, and we'll just hand them the fruit right there.
1: Oh, well, I like it. This is uh, this is great. All right, this is uh, again this Friday on the Monsters in the Morning, and on uh, Bright House Cable Channel 10, it's yeah. all going to go down. Uh, well, yeah. hey, we uh, we're very happy that we could help out in some way.
3: That is very cool, yeah. And I did, I talked to the Bright House people today and I believe they're gonna right now it's gonna be on channel ten which is gonna cover like the Tri County area and they very well may have it where people will be able to see see it on the coast as well. So Ooh. uh that'd be almost half the state of Florida. So uh that that'll be really cool. And um I'm just trying to think of anything else that uh that we need, but I mean I think if you guys come in with some uh with some singers that'll be cool and uh and uh, damn, I think that's it.
1: All right. Well, you let us know if you need anything else because the monsters have been great to the hideout. And we want to be great to you guys, and this is going to be a lot of fun.
3: Well, no, I appreciate the, the talking of that tonight and the support and stuff. And and uh, you know, when it's all said and done, we'll raise money for the Mustard Seed, which is a great, a great organization. And it'll be fun and stupid, and uh, and we'll all have you know a good time. All
1: right, there he is, Russ from the Monsters in the Morning. Thank you, Russ, for uh, making an appearance on the Hideout. Hi, right, brother No problem, man. Anytime. We're honored. There he is. All right, that's cool. And I feel like we're doing a little good too. Yeah. Plus, I think it'd be funny just to look at us <laughs> on television—dumpy,
2: slip-shouldered. Well, we can make a snowman.
1: I—I I think we all wear. Here's what I'm thinking. I think it's funny if we all wear our hideout shirts and like Christmas hats. You know what I mean? Like the Santa hats.
2: Just keep How about it reindeer be- ears. All right, that is good too. And maybe the red nose. We're just all standing there like douchebags be fun. I think it's going to be a blast.
1: Who's bringing the liquor?
2: Oh, the barbie Eggnog.
1: I have never had an eggnog before. Ooh, it tastes like paint. It's great. What? It does. <laughs> really? Especially if it's really liquory. All right, we got to take a break. We're so late. All right, let's take a break. Come back. We'll get some more ideas for this. 407-916-1041, 888 978 Again, uh, thanks to Bright House. Uh, it's off for of the Mustard seed real big for the monsters and uh, the hideout helping out any way we can uh, and we need we need people to be in the chorus we need the heretics to step up and who wants to go and sing with us uh, we'll take your suggestions if you want to do it if you want to be somebody uh, plus everything else we have lined up on the show tonight too it's the hideout row radio 104.1 I think
5: we're
1: gonna sing, yeah, we're gonna sing hey, this song that too that right there. Right like you jingle bells right there, there, there. So, Hideout Real Radio 104.1 live on a Tuesday night. Got a red nose right there. Um, taking suggestions. And uh, those of you who want to help out the mustard seed and the monsters this Friday on the, the, the telethon on Channel uh, 10 Bright House. And honestly, help us out. We're going to do Christmas carols. All right. Uh, I got, I've already got emails. MySpace Ooh. messages from uh, Misfit Matt says that he is definitely in along with uh, Misfit uh, his Misfit chick or whatever her name. Miss is. Miss Chick Matt. Miss Chick Matt, yeah.
2: I have an idea. Okay. We wear the really really gaudy Christmas sweaters, you know the one the ones with the big uh, you know puffy balls on them.
1: I actually have one, so I do you I, really? I could do it. you Never have, broken it out. You have like the big Christmas tree one. I don't know if it, it doesn't have a design, but it's definitely Christmassy where it looks, uh, very cheesy.
2: Remember, uh, when we had to do uh, the commercial last year for, uh, some kind of stuff the truck type thing where everybody's putting food into a, uh, into those big trailers? Right. And we had to sit there and, uh, they told us to dress Christmassy. So I come in dressed as a candy cane, basically. <laughs> yeah. Wearing this big, goofy hat.
1: <laughs> Everybody else is just pretty much dressed normally. Oh, I know. I know I never saw that air on television in D.C.
2: Me neither. People told us about it. People called us on it. But I never
1: actually got to see it air. Chick-fil-A, John, are you in?
4: Yeah, I'm definitely in.
1: Are right, you bringing your brother, John Locke?
4: Uh, maybe. He's not going somewhere,
1: all right, so we got we got the John, at least one of the Johns in Chick-fil-A, John Hideout Heretic. All right, this is perfect.
4: And I wanted to suggest a Demented Elf theme. All
1: right, maybe a, de- see, I think we really do need a theme for television to make it look good. All right, thank you. All right, de- yeah. Demented Elf.
2: You can get those Christmas sweaters for so cheap. Oh, yeah, you know nobody really likes them. No, they, your grandma gets them for you for Christmas because they're cheap. Oh, I always maybe- hate when I get that real puffy, uh present, you know, where you know it's just some stupid knit sweater in there.
1: What if we did, like, a whole Slipknot thing where we're all wearing masks? Like, really evil Halloween masks, but we're still singing Christmas carols.
2: I like, you know, maybe if we have a dead deer drenched over our back.
1: Do it Tom Green style. Paul and Kissimmee are in the hideout. How you doing, guys? What up, Duke? All right, I got an idea for you for okay. a team. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're familiar with the Fat Albert show from the 70s? Oh, yeah, of course. All right, since you guys are the hideout, why don't you get these the Christmas hats, The you know, the regular Christmas hats, mm-hmm. pull them all the way down, put, cut out two eyes in them so nobody sees anybody's face, <laughs> and you can go as the island of the misfit heretics. Uh you know what? Honestly, I I really like that idea. Because you remember that from the Fat Albert and the guy oh, that yeah. had the thing pulled over. Well, they make
2: those uh like those ski masks.
1: Then they're Christmassy? I imagine there's some out there that are Christmassy. I think it would be funny if we were all wearing masks, seeing Christmas carols. Kent in Daytona Beach, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Kent?
2: Hey, buddy,
4: I got a question for you. Uh, this morning on the Monsters, they were talking about Ric Flair.
6: They
3: had mm-hmm. war- warrants outpouring.
2: Yeah. Did, they, did he ever turn himself in, or? I uh, I I don't think he's been apprehended yet. I
1: thought I saw in the smoking gun that they got him and, oh. they, had a, and they had a really nasty mug shot. Oh, too. did
2: they? Did he uh? Did he turn himself
1: in, or did he? I'm uh, gonna have to find. You know what? Let me look for that, Kent, and we'll have it for you. Okay.
2: Yeah, all I saw was the original story.
3: Also, what was the charges that was brought? I couldn't
1: remember
2: them. I thought he did something with
1: road rage. I thought yeah. he beat somebody up on the side or of the road. Or
2: rear-ended him, or something like you know, out of road rage. All right, let me see if I can track that one down for you, buddy. Gave him the figure four right in the middle of a four-lane highway.
7: Yeah, Rick Flair posted $1,000 bail or uh, bond today in Mecklenburg County regarding the road rage charge from two days ago or something.
1: Okay, all right. Um, did he
2: uh, what did he get pissed at? Greg
7: the Hammer? No, it was Brutus Beefcake, mm-hmm. and he apparently he grabbed the guy by the throat. And, and what's funny is he like bladed in that match where you cut yourself to uh, make it look. And so he, he was, like, really beat up. So apparently the mugshots him with, like, a black eye and all, like, cut up and everything.
2: And it was just because of his match the night before? His real
1: fight the <laughs> night before. <laughs> all right, you know what? Sam had something. And this isn't about, here's his idea. How about we get all the heretics dressed really nice, and then we actually just lip sync to a professional choir doing the Christmas songs? And it just looks, it looks, it looks retarded. As opposed to us really singing, we're just lip-syncing and playing the music. And then it wouldn't take so much out of us.
2: And it's it'd be like, i do like an Ashley Simpson thing where I go nuts because they hit the wrong track
1: and I start doing a hoedown. And we just recreate? Mm-hmm. Big fooey Pine Hills, you're in the hideout. What you got to do? Hey,
3: what's up? I was thinking maybe me and my homeboys going there and singing It's a White Christmas for you.
1: No, no White Christmas. The Wild Hawk, you're next up.
3: Dude,
4: I just... I had the same idea as that last guy. I was gonna sing White Christmas.
1: All right, is White Christmas what is yeah. that?
2: I'm dreaming of a white
1: Christmas. Alright, more, more I'm thinking the choir. Do we actually get
2: No we, an we audio have to, track? No, we have to sing it ourselves.
1: Not half A you're the hideout. What's up guys? Yeah.
3: Um I was just wondering. Mm-hmm. Uh this whole I really like the whole uh lip sync thing. And um, the whole getting dressed up thing—that's cool too. Mm-hmm. But why can't I come dressed as
1: you, man? No, you're not. And I don't even know if you're allowed. Why? Why, why wouldn't he be allowed? Because he's impersonating me, and that's just creepy. And no, it's, it's getting its getting out of hand, dude. It's getting out of hand, not half i I'm getting more and more emails from dudes saying they dance with the quote-unquote me around town. I—I I haven't been dancing
2: with any dudes this time.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, you you can you can show up if you bring that your big boobed friend, and that's the only way you're in.
2: Oh, the one from the bar? Yeah. Paint those things up like <laughs> Christmas bulbs. <laughs> Throw some glitter on them. All I'm right, sure le- she already has some left over from the last shift.
1: All right, Lester Big Hands says, uh, "Little Big Hands and I will be there." <laughs> <laughs> Do we have the heretics bring their kids? I would like that. It is going to be kid friendly. I mean, yeah,
2: it's going to be very, uh, very PG, very or G, actually.
1: I'm liking this more and more. I'm so glad we could do because I, I, told, I told the monsters we were definitely in, but we needed to come up with something. And I just threw this. Uh, I think I threw this out last night at the mm-hmm. end of the show, didn't I? And you seemed to like it, so yeah. I do want us to have a gimmick. We gotta do something gimmick-wise, but I know we're actually going to be singing. Singing Christmas carols isn't enough. No. I want to, I want the look. I want it
2: to look funny
1: too, since it's on
2: television. I think we look funny enough as this. So. All
1: right. How about Feliz Navidad?
2: I don't understand what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it means either. <laughs> I think it's something about Easter.
2: Wrong holiday. What? Whoever sent that to you.
1: By the way. I, I told you that we uh, that I had two Radio Buddy updates. Mm-hmm. I have three now. I just got a third one, and it may be the best of all.
2: <laughs> I, mean, have, I need to know. No,
1: I'm telling you later. you got to wait. I need to know soon. Not soon we enough. Need to, you need to bump that out for a little bit. Kitty in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, Kitty?
0: Hey, what's up? Um, I have an idea for what you guys should wear on Friday. Mm-hmm. You ready?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I think you do the lip-syncing thing to, like, the boys, you know, Harlem Choir, you know, the really nice, pretty voices they have. Mm-hmm. But what you do is for your faces, you have somebody do the makeup on you, like the insane clown posse, <laughs> but, like, really demented, like a demented elf, a demented snowman, a demented reindeer, and all that kind of stuff.
1: See, I'd and like some. You know, you know, it I would... sounds
0: beautiful, but you look, you know.
2: No, you know, I You know it. what I would like, I, and this would turn me on it? Maybe if we had like you know little little kids singing it, like a track of little, little kids singing it. But we're uh, painted up like uh, almost professionally with wrinkles and everything. We look like old men, but there's only child voices coming out of her mouth.
1: Right, what is it with you and children? And it's we're always not... just too far. and this is this is the help. This is for a good cause. This I'm isn't... not. This I'm isn't... not talking about touching them on TV. That's for you in the Walmart bathroom. We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Yeah. It is a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. El Jaffe and J Dubs on a Tuesday night. 407 916 1041, 978
2: 1041. And star 1041 on your singular wireless phone.
1: We're going to, uh, this will be our last segment for taking up ideas for what we should do coming up on uh, Friday with the monsters and, um, the Talathon. And I'm very excited that we're doing this. All right, let's go to, uh, Zeppelin, hideout heretic, and a popcorn. What do you got, Zeppelin?
4: Hey, how about we all dress up like Iraqi insurgents and sing jihad bells?
1: Okay, come on, no. And just for that, I don't know if you're in now, because I think you may do it. I could see you throwing a monkey wrench in the whole thing. Don't be racist. Okay, I'll I'll switch it up. I won't do that. All right, you're in. See? see, You see how lenient I am? Smack that ear in the hideout.
3: Hey, guys, how's it going tonight? What up, dope? Hey, how about all you guys in the hideout and maybe some of the ticks get together and, and, uh, put that up at Santa's with those red and white hats with a little tussle ball on them? Yeah. And put one of them, uh, everybody has one of those, uh, those, those red sponge ball noses that they do for clowns mm-hmm. and act like a bunch of drunk Santa singing
1: drunk hey, santa you, could be fun and i just saw batter santa too or bad santa that was great yeah i like how i like how heretics is too much to say so now yeah. it's just ticks well i
2: like to keep it down to one syllable
1: mariner you're next up in the hideout what up dope hey what's
4: going on gentlemen uh, what's no. up chunks Hey, I got the perfect idea. The hideout heretic manger scene. Hefe, you can bring your du- your burro, and uh, J-Dubs, I'm sure he's got a white rope hanging around. <laughs> it would be perfect.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
2: <sighs> My burro. Do you have one? Mm. And why haven't I ever got to
1: ride it? It's in Lubbock.
2: Hmm. Can you take me on a tour on it? No. On the Grand Canyon? No. Mm. That's not even near here. I don't care. You have a burrow. We have to go to Grand Canyon and ride it. Jerry in
1: Winter Park, you're next up. What up, Jerry? You fat wetback, go back to Mexico. Can you guys not screen that? Dude, I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's just getting ridiculous. <laughs> really? That's like, now that Putin's not here, that's twice in
7: 40 minutes. He sounded like completely different. Of course, there was like 18 things going on at once back here, but he sounded completely different. Yeah, I was shocked when I heard him say it on there. I was like, what? How-? Damn him.
2: Jesus. <laughs> well, he's talented at getting by the phone screeners. The only person's ever been able to catch him is Putin.
1: And here I hated Putin. Apparently Putin had a talent. Chris in Jersey, you're next up in the hideout. What's up, man? What's
3: up, dude? <clears throat> what you got? Got a, quick, got a quick joke for all you guys. Okay. Uh, there's this guy, and he comes home to his apartment, right? And his girlfriend's in the bedroom, and he walks in, and she's packing up her suitcase. And he goes, honey, where you going? And she goes, I'm leaving you. And he goes, you leave me? What do you mean you're leaving me? She goes, I'm leaving you. You're a pedophile. And he goes, oh, that's a big word for a 10-year-old.
1: Oh, come on. <laughs> the hell?
2: It is. Actually, Mighty big word.
1: I've never heard that. That's actually <laughs> somewhat humorous, if it weren't so wrong.
2: All right. Why do pedophiles get their own term? You
1: know, why? why is, can't you call them a freak? What was it, um, what they used to call gay people in the old days? Remember they just used to call them, like, they were funny? Oh, yeah, they used to call them funnies. You know, like they were, uh... he's a little funny. Oh, no. yeah. oh, no.
5: What
1: the hell is
2: that? Where did it come from? My new drop. Oh, great.
1: <laughs> It's too long. Is this what we're going to be seeing on Friday?
5: hmm
8: I think they call them queers.
1: What,
2: what? They? I, I think they still use that derogatory term. Oh.
1: It's so good to have you back.
8: <laughs> That's an old-time term, though. They were queer. Queer is a 3 Shut dollar bill. Shut the hell up. You're,
1: <laughs> the, you're the new Putin. Since he isn't here, now you suck the comedy out of everything. What the hell is that all about? I have no idea. <laughs> I think they call... You're an idiot. <laughs> Absinthe Coma, you're next up in the hideout.
4: Hey, I, went, I want in on this action, and I'm going to bring something uh, special to the table. Mm-hmm. We're, the, we're the Lump of Coal Choir, and we do it in blackface.
2: No, no, we're not yeah. doing it in blackface. <laughs> yep. I've tried to talk Hefe into doing the whole show like that, and he says no.
9: I refuse!
1: <laughs> Heritage, not hate. Whatever. You (laughs) sissy. James and Oviedo, you're in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1.
4: They called us fruits, you taco burrito eating bastard.
2: What the the hell's going on tonight? That's not the same dude. I know. (laughs) The hate is just. It's just. Rampant. Is there a full hate moon out tonight?
1: (laughs) I don't know why it's. I don't know what's going on. (laughs)
2: There's a rally in town.
1: Yeah, apparently. The wild Huck says he'll be the Virgin Mary. We're not gonna have a Virgin Mary. <sighs> Katie and Sanford, you're next very up. a Virgin Harry. Yeah.
0: Hello. Yeah. Hey, I was just um, I was thinking it might not be such a great idea if you did the drunk Santa if it was going to be G rated and kids were going to be there because uh, they might get freaked out. Yeah. But um, and I was also wondering
3: how does one get dubbed a heretic? All
1: right, here's it's it's literally it's two words, J Dubs. To be to be a heretic, what are those two words? You have to be somebody. Be somebody. And you have to uh, participate
2: in the show. Come up, hang out whenever whenever we uh, have all the heretics out. You just got to become a part of the show and uh, then you're a heretic.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's as simple as that, Katie. Thank you for the phone call. And you're, that's the first step. Because here's the thing. When it comes to radio, a lot of people, they just listen. Mm-hmm. And that's perfect. The majority of people listen. But then there are other people who want to do something more. Who, who want to be active. Who want to be somebody. And so they create, a, it's your chance to, I don't know, to be somebody, to be known, to do something. You know? And it's fun, too. To entertain to laugh, to have—there's a whole like the heretics are. It's really almost overtaking us.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've uh they've become bigger than us.
1: And here's the other thing about the heretics too. A lot of them are, I would consider friends.
2: Yeah, definitely. At first you're you're a little standoffish with them. You, well, you got
1: to get to know yeah, them. Yeah, and the more then, they,
2: once you get to know them, they all uh, end up being really really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. And we and uh by the way we need we do need some heretic chicks, Katie. So I'm more than welcome you to step up to the plate.
2: Ooh, I I thought it was something new for the marketing. Hair of picks.
1: And we just have picks that people can comb their hair on.
2: Yeah, we get hair picks with so, some heretic on them, and you know that's part of the prize pack.
1: All right, Nightmare Dave says I think they should have to get a tattoo to be a heretic. That's just you. <laughs> that's all you, my friend. Dubs, be somebody. Mm-hmm. By the way, we were thinking about doing our uh, our new T-shirts, the new hideout T-shirt. I want to do that hideout flag that we have. Okay. Kind of change up the front of it? Yeah, change the the logo because it has the logo in it, but it's a red and black flag. And and we were thinking about what to put on the back because that's our thing to put different sayings on the back of them. I want to keep Be Somebody for that one.
2: Be Somebody for that one too? Mm
1: -hmm. I like that. I love that saying. That's a good one. Uh Uh-oh, hold on a second. Hello, who is this?
10: Who do you think it is? Oh,
1: God. It's UFO Phil, UFOPhil.com. Um, stop breathing into the phone, you son of a bitch. The phone call will end quickly.
10: Okay, I'm not. Um, that guy who keeps calling in, that keeps telling you to go mm. back to Guatemala.
1: It's Mexico, and actually I'm from Texas.
10: Yeah, that guy is a bad alien, and there's only one way to get rid of him and get him to stop calling.
2: Hey, UFO Phil, can you keep a secret? Can you keep a secret? Maybe. It's a yes or no answer. <laughs>
10: yes, I can keep a secret. You know I can. Of course I can.
2: I was on you dot com. It's a great site. You gotta you gotta get more uh, more songs up though. I'm I'm getting a little, a
10: little. I know, but all my equipment blew up when my HDTV exploded. <laughs> and that's why I can't write any more songs. The only kind of songs I can do now are the acapella songs where you just sing without music.
1: You had, you had an
10: HDTV? How do you even make a living? you? I almost cursed, you weirdo. No, I had a 50-inch 50, a 50 HDTV widescreen with surround. They brought it. Actually, it was free. That's how I got it. They brought it in and set it up, and it exploded an hour later.
2: Uh-oh. Was, I, was it sent by a bad alien? Can you keep
10: a secret? Yes, we can keep secrets. Mm. Yes, of course, it was bad aliens. They were trying to set me up. I should have known by the orange jumpsuits they were wearing when they came in the door.
2: Uh, you know, or the big eyes. I,
1: I, can you make it here Friday to sing
10: with us? If if I'll try, because if, um, if the ship comes that I'm expecting, I'll be able to get there really fast.
2: You no, know, maybe we'll sing your Christmas carol, uh, Phil, uh, Christmas on the Moon.
10: No. Yeah, that would be All a Alright, we
1: gotta go. Alright, thank you. UFO Phil, UFO fill. <clears throat> com. Stop breathing in the phone. Beat it. I'm not. What the hell? What is going on back there? Alright, Dubs? Mm hmm. I can't believe this.
2: What's up?
7: The heretics have their own website. What? They're supposed I to keep, keep that a secret till Friday. Who's the one that spilled it? Jimmy Jam? Idiot! Well, he's banned Friday. <laughs> Hereticshideout.com. And why does it look better than ours?
2: Oh, come on. Ours just got done.
1: Oh, my goodness. And on the top, the little thingy, the title page? hmm Hideout Heretics have gone corporate, mofo. Do you, do you misspell something on there? I'll say this. It's classy. I like how it even has the crew. Oh, my
9: God. <laughs> <laughs> It has all the pictures. (laughs) This is awesome.
1: Oh, my goodness. This is like the coolest thing I've ever seen. Look at all of them. Wow. All right. HereticsHideout.com. Kudos. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what you do. You be somebody. Alright, we're done with this. Enough of the suggestions. I think we got something going right,
2: on. We're going to uh you said dress up in blackface, right? No, that's oh. not what we're doing. Okay. And uh sing Christmas on the moon.
1: Yeah. No. That's not no, that's not what we decided at all. What the hell? Oh, those are the two things you said no to. Right. Mm. Alright, let's take a break, come back. Hey, uh, dub, uh dubs, let's play some of this uh some of the tapes that Tommy has. Some of Tommy's tapes? Tommy's tapes. I guess this is a new thing. He wants to be somebody now, finally.
2: Well, if he's going to be somebody, upgrade <laughs> to CDs or MP3s.
1: Yeah, because tapes are just old school. <laughs> it's actually carts. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. Oh, we're back in Fairfax. It's the Hideout Road Radio, 104.1.
10: Well, Christmas time is here again. The people in the north are building snowmen. And the people in Iraq are making sandmen, I guess. And the astronauts are up there in the International Space Station right now. And they're looking down at all the pretty lights and wondering if they're Christmas lights or cluster bombs. But wherever you are, you should always remember the folks that aren't lucky enough to have a Christmas. There won't be Christmas on the moon. All
1: right. Well, no, we're done. Uh, Come on. No, it's a hit. we got other stuff we got to
2: get to. What can be more important than Christmas on the moon?
0: Cuz you'll feel guilty when you hear that Santa was It is the hideout. Right there this year. There's no Christmas on the
1: moon. It is the hideout Road radio 104.1 all half and Dub's live on a Tuesday night.
2: 407-916-1041 one star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone.
1: Okay. I really seriously cannot believe um that they're that the heretics have their own website. It's awesome. HereticsHideout.com. I think it is very cool. Here's the only thing that pisses me off. My name is misspelled. (laughs) It's Hefe. J-E-F-E. Not an H, but a J. And it's right there on the logo right next to it. So you don't know how to spell it? (laughs) Other than that, this is really cool. People are telling me, though, we do need more chicks. Yeah. Sadie Lou apparently is a heretic on that website. Oh, Hair no. kit. Oh, no. Well, that, and apparently there's a whole theme song that we don't even have that's on there. So this is actually very... Let's get a link uh, on FM. If they go so far as to create their own website, then, hey, they deserve something on the website.
2: I don't think they need anything on ours. they got their own thing going.
1: All right, Rich says, how about, uh, how about the heretics have their own radio show? <laughs> Maybe from 11 to 1. I think Henry would have something to say about that. Ah, he, they, why don't they just sit in with Henry? I'd love for them to. Maybe we do that one Friday night. Um, I can arrange it. I know you can. All right, Dubs, we have so much to get to. The whole first hour was talking about the Christmas Carol. That we're going to mm-hmm. do this Friday with the monsters and the mustard seed and Bright House Channel 10. More info on that coming all this week. Uh, if you want to get involved, go ahead and email me, eljefe at wtks.com, E L J E F E. Dubs, let's go to Tommy's tapes. Here's the first one that he had. What is this one, Tommy?
7: It's about a guy who has an argument with his uh, roommate. Where was this on? Uh, I was right here in Orlando.
1: All right. What, what, was it from, what, Channel 9 or something? Yeah. All right, it was from Channel 9. I think you can see the story on WFTV.com.
7: Hey, Chunks, thanks for taking out the trash today. Oh, wait, you didn't. Uh,
8: yeah, you know, I hands hurt. Had to exercise today, so.
7: You're an idiot. Yeah, this is the uh, news story about a guy who goes crazy because uh, his roommate asked for a beer.
9: All right, let me hear it. I played. The Investigators say David Funcap just wanted a beer. A beer? Huh. A beer? You know what I'm saying? I came out and I was just like, You didn't get my beer. I was like, What are you talking about? His roommate, Tira Mills, wanted some of Funcap's spaghetti. And when neither would help the other, things got ugly. Funcap went for his AK 47 and opened fire. Four times, he shot at me, and I stood there. And I said, if it's my time to go, I looked up. I said, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. Mills told Channel 9 how he managed to wrestle the assault weapon away from his crazed roommate and then left the apartment to get help from sheriff's deputies who were already arriving. But that's when Mills accidentally fired another shot. The deputies thought he was aiming at them. Well, obviously, it's a tense situation anytime there's gunfire. Now, no one can explain how out of the five high-powered rounds fired in a densely populated apartment complex, not one person was hurt. And I would like a Have shirt a and a cigarette. Have a seat, please. And uh, <laughs>
5: some,
9: seat, please. And, uh, <laughs> some what, the what the hell? Uh, drunk arrested Fun Cap. They took him away. And as for Mills, investigators determined he was the victim here. Now he'll keep the apartment, the beer, and the food. And in the future, he says he'll choose his roommates more carefully.
8: This guy's 25 years old. He's a grown man, just like me. I
6: can't father him every step of the way.
9: Okay, so...
2: Over spaghetti and beer, someone pulled out an AK-47 right, and I got, started shooting at the roommate.
1: I got so many things on this. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888 978 What's a cheaper food than spaghetti?
2: Spaghetti's the cheapest thing to make. Why don't you just go buy uh, some of those 49-cent noodles... And a fifty thing of sauce and make your own damn spaghetti if it means that much to you where you're going to start shooting bullets that probably cost more than spaghetti.
1: Who has a roommate who has an AK-47? <laughs> That's question one, I think. Have you ever had a roommate that ha- I don't think I'd be, I don't think I'd have a roommate that had a gun. A gun, period? I, all right, you know what? I can handle a handgun, maybe, but I'd have to know them really, really well. But an AK-47? What do you need an AK-47 for? I mean,
2: that that goes far and beyond the uh, personal protection thing of why I just want to be safe. That's there's something fanatical going on with that. And you're in an apartment, right? It's not like you're a real gun collector where you have a whole room of guns where you you know you're just collecting them. They're sitting there loaded in your bedroom. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come
1: back. Um, and have you ever had a roommate? Because I understand having a roommate can be tough. I'm mm-hmm. going to think back to my college days with Erod and what that was like. And I want to hear from Chunks and Tommy what that, what's going on there, too. Yeah, because
2: they're roommates together.
1: It's a high Out Row Radio 104.1. But he would always take my clothes and wear them without telling me. And he was a smoker. And maybe that's where I began to hate smokers so much. He would take my clothes, wear them, smoke in them, and then hang them back up in the closet. That's how uh,
2: my cousin BJ was. Uh, We were never roommates, but we basically were at each other's places all the time. You would just walk walk up and meet him somewhere, and he's wearing your clothes. Like he's totally wearing everything you own. And it's like, what the hell? Just ask at least, say, hey, I'm going to borrow this shirt. I don't care, but it's kind of shocking to see my clothing on someone else when I didn't even know you had it.
1: What are those awful things that roommates do? 407-916-1041, 978 1041 and do any of them really warrant taking out an AK-47? Yes. BJ did. Because BJ
2: would be like, well, we just borrow each other's clothes all the time. That's how we do it. You don't own any clothes. I've never borrowed a piece of your clothing once bastard i had another uh roommate his name was guy he uh had uh he had uh, guy yeah what an awful name i know he had a uh like a whole sword collection and if he got drunk he always broke out the sword collection like big samurai swords and was just swinging it around really close to you and it's always made you nervous as hell
1: Uh, what is it about people also too they want to play with their weapons when they're Mm -hmm. drunk
2: well when you're drunk you feel more manly you want to do manly things like shoot guns and throw around knives. And then fondle each other. Uh, That comes later. Literally. You know, uh, you get a little cut
1: on the hand, you start kissing it for the guy. Hand moves on the pants. You know another one, too? Maybe where it's warranted bringing out the AK-47? If their dog eats your homework. Or messes up like, uh, or tears up like your favorite picture or something. (laughs) Or <laughs> oh you know, worse yet, if the dog ate the paycheck. Yeah. Well imagine you had a paycheck and a dog ate
2: it. I would kill someone. I would break out an A K forty seven. I'd go buy one, come back with it. If I could uh, cash my check and have the money to buy one, I would go buy it, come back with it and shoot.
1: Alright, be be somebody. Be be somebody here in the hideout. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one, triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. Danny in Jacksonville, you're next up in the hideout. What's up, Danny?
4: Hey, what's up guys? Uh I used to have a roommate that, uh, in the middle of the summer, she would actually shut off the AC, and she'd just walk around the house, almost I, in the nude. And, well, she, and I'm talking about this was a whale of a
1: roommate. Oh, okay. See, that's no. And was it to save uh, money or what? Uh, no. She said she was too cold. What the hell? And she's a fat girl too? That, 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 that doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. Yeah, because usually nah. they're overheated more than likely. Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you for the phone call, Danny. That's a way to be somebody. I'm walking around, rooting around. Ugh. Full throttle on the land. You're next up in the hideout. What you got?
3: Hey, fellas. How's it going? All right. Uh, Yeah, me and my girlfriend were sharing a house with uh, my buddy and his. His girlfriend, mm-hmm. Ooh. and she, she went. And got some, she went and got some brand new clothes. My girlfriend did. She put them in our closet. Anyhow, we went out there dinner, and came home, and her clothes were gone. So we didn't know what the heck happened to them. So she checked. She checked her friend's closet, their side of the house, and there's all our clothes with the tags off in in her friend's closet.
1: All right, so it's not even like they tried to take them back for the money, or they just literally moved it from one closet to the other. All right, that's just that's. that's just,
7: that's that's so moronic. Yeah, uh I I had this uh roommate where we worked together and he didn't come into work one day because he was like, you know, on some like gay cruise trip or something. And then Yeah And then, then I got home and my computer was on onto some like pizza website and I noticed a an empty pizza box there and there was none left for me.
1: All right, so this oh, wait,
7: that was last night. That's right.
1: All right, so this person got into your room yeah. to get online to look up a pizza place. Didn't mm-hmm. even bother
2: to close the window. Nope. After coming back from the, a gay cruise or maybe even the Midwest.
7: Yes, and then there's no pizza at all. None. And this person always claims, I don't eat that crap. I don't eat carbs and stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, how was your workout with Brian today?
1: Yeah, over at Spectrum Fitness doing the super slow. I'm sure the pizza didn't help.
7: How was it, Super Mo? Uh,
8: (laughs) Yeah, I might have had a piece of pizza. Trying a whole pizza. no. I, I, you can't eat a whole pizza. This Did you share what? it? There's I, something in there. It's got anchovies on it, though. There's oh, none doesn't. in there. Yes, it is. It's in a little pizza box. I looked in there just to see what kind I, you ordered. There see, was none. This is what roommates
7: do. This Sticker. is what it is.
8: Dude, it's in a little plastic thing underneath, like, the baking
2: soda. The ba- who puts who keeps baking soda
7: still? Well, it, him after he spilled all the animal blood from oh. his stunt at Miss Mons. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. All right, 407-916-1041. <laughs> I hate you.
1: Stephen and Valencia, you're in the hideout. What's up, Stephen? Hey, guys. What's up? What up, dope?
4: Yeah. I'm talking about the roommates. I have a roommate right now that I live with. Every so often in his spare time, he just goes into the kitchen, picks up one of the sharp knives, and just starts to play with them.
1: All right. Is it when he's drunk or just for the hell of it? Just for the hell of it. I right, See, these are the people you need to move out, man. You can't stay with those guys.
2: Either they uh, grab the knives or they start starting stuff on fire.
1: And it's like, if you're going to do this, don't do it in our apartment, you moron. And, like,
2: burning actually, like, important papers or something with a phone number on it you wanted to keep. Hey, that's the lease. Don't burn that. That's the lease. You son of
1: a bitch. Don't burn that. It's my girlfriend. Hands off. Actually, she wasn't listening today, so go ahead and do what you need to do. (laughs) All right, you know what? Let's do a quick Sir Gary uh, news update. So, Gary. Good evening, how are you doing tonight? Outstanding, how are Hey, it would be an honor if yes, we sir. could get you to sing in the Hideout Heretic uh, Christmas carols this uh, this Friday with the Monsters. Yes, do, sir. do you
2: know I, any Christmas carols, we'll so Gary? Go, we will pick you up. Yes, sir. What, what Christmas carols do you know?
6: I know um, Jingle Bells, and I know uh, Santa Claus is coming to town.
2: Can you sing a little bit of uh, Santa Claus coming to town? Santa Claus is coming
6: to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa
1: Claus is coming to town. All right, that's yes. great. That's all right. Uh, got to see if we can get you a ride to go up to uh, Bright House and do this on Friday. What's in the news, Sir Gary? Well,
6: um, they still, Channel 9 still talk about the no smoking thing. You know, they don't want, they want everybody to stop smoking so they can live longer.
1: Oh, yeah. And I've been trying to tell Dubs that for years, but he just won't listen to me. Yes, sir. Hey, sir Gary, you used to be a smoker.
2: Yeah, I smoked about five years ago. Yeah. Did you uh do you miss it? I don't miss it a bit.
1: Oh. <laughs> no, I don't blame you for that one. Sir Gary, anything else in the smart news? man? Uh
6: well, let's see. Well um I see that uh where um a uh, a black guy um
2: Oh no. No, not no. a
1: black
6: ah. guy. Mm. See where a black black no black girl on the on oh, the no, not a bus black girl was fighting with and then the police the policeman was trying to put the handcuffs on her and she escaped from him.
1: Oh wow! I hadn't even seen that one. So Gary, where are you going to be on Sunday?
6: I'll be in the Hope Everybody Baptist Church, Middle of the Street, in the Garden, of Order. the Kimblanches pastor, ten thirty, Sunday morning, and dinner on ground, twelve one, and public divided.
1: Hey, let me ask you: Do you have a roommate right now? Uh, just a lady roommate. Oh no! Ooh. Living in sin. <laughs> Living in sin. All right, sir so, Gary. Thank you, buddy. God bless you. Have a good evening. You too. Let's take a quick break. Come back. Um. Hey, when we come back from the break, play that story one more time about the guys getting in the fight over the beer, the spaghetti, and the AK-47. And also taking your calls, too. 407-916-1041, 888
2: 1041 and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone.
1: It's a hideout road radio 104.1.
9: The investigators say David Fungap just wanted a beer. A beer. A beer. You know what I'm saying? I came out and I was just like, you didn't get my beer. I was like, what are you talking about? His roommate, Tira Mills, wanted some of Funcap's spaghetti. And when neither would help the other, things got ugly. Funcap went for his AK-47 and opened fire. Four times he shot at me, and I stood there. And I said, if it's my time to go, I looked up. I said, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. Mills told Channel 9 how he managed to wrestle the assault weapon away from his crazed roommate and then left the apartment to get help from sheriff's deputies who were already arriving. But that's when Mills accidentally fired another shot. The deputies thought he was aiming at them. Well, obviously, it's a tense situation anytime there's gunfire. Now, no one can explain how, out of the five high powered rounds fired in a densely populated apartment complex, not one person was hurt. And I would like a Have shirt a and a cigarette. Have a seat, please. And uh, some Have shoes. Have a seat, please. Watch this. In the end, deputies arrested Funcap. They took him away. And as for Mills, investigators determined he was the victim here. Now he'll keep the apartment, the beer, and the food. And in the future, he says he'll choose his roommates more carefully.
11: This guy's 25 years old. He's a grown man, just like
8: me. I can't father him every step of the way.
1: Jesus. from um, uh, Channel 9. It's the Hideout Real Radio, 104.1, WFTV.com. What a bunch of
2: wackos live in this world. You know, they're around every single corner. You can't walk 10 feet without running into someone who
1: is a potential wacko. And much less having them live with you and pull some crap like that.
2: That's what bothers me about, you know, having a roommate or, like, finding a roommate, like, uh, in the paper or online or anything, because people are able to cover themselves through some kind of interviewing process, but once they move in with you, they open their whole bag of weirdness on you, and you're stuck with them.
1: And then, yeah, you're right, because you're stuck for like a year, mm-hmm. a lot of times with the lease or something silly like that. I, I don't, and I, especially. I know it's going to end really badly between Tommy and Chunks, who are roommates now.
2: Oh, yeah. It's almost there already. 407
1: 916 1041 888 Tony in Merritt Island, you're next up in the hideout. What do you got to do?
4: Hey, guys. Love the show. Thank you. Man. Um, you guys are totally missing the most annoying roommates in the entire world, and that is your own kids. From the time they're, like, three years old until they're about ten, those guys are like little ninjas get into your stuff
1: all the time. Looking for your porn. Uh...
4: So I, you know, no, the worst is when they get into your wife's makeup and decide they're going to redo their room. <laughs> That's when it gets really just
1: over the line. All right, uh, yeah, you're right. That's but at least freak. you can
2: hit those. You know, you can hit the, those roommates and not go to jail for it.
1: You can threaten them with the uh, old standby, I gave you life, I will take it, if you yeah, don't behave.
2: Yeah, you but can't, you can't ditch them when the lease runs out. No,
4: that's
1: mm, true. true. You know, you're right about that, Tony. Hey, thanks f- uh, for the phone call.
2: Should have ditched them when the, uh, the test came out.
1: I, I've never really had, like, a real roommate, especially someone I didn't know, but apparently... There are even some of those roommates who are just kind of bolt right before rent's due, and then move in with somebody else and not even give it to you. Yeah, or uh, you know, you have the
2: friends that totally trash place and not help you clean, or you leave the lease early, uh, and you keep on paying, but when they move out, they don't clean anything up, so you don't get your deposit back.
1: All right, uh, Winstonator says uh, he was the one that said that. About them moving right out before rents do. In fact, you have an old roommate back in uh, Northern Virginia, Chunks, Bushimi. Yeah. The guy looks just like Steve Bushimi, but yellow because his liver has failed.
8: Yeah, he lot. likes to drink and, and smoke a lot. Just jaundice. But what's the thing with him? He owes me about uh, $1,500. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because our old place, I moved in first, so I had the entire security deposit. Mm hmm. And when, when we moved out, I, I was supposed to get all that back, but uh, he decided to stay into the place, and so once I moved out and my lease ended, he got to keep all of the security deposit. Plus, he got behind on um, paying rent so much, because he just drank it all away, and he uh, got that up to about, I don't know, $600. And the funny thing is, I'll call him, or um, like when I went back home, I saw him, and he, he's all drunk going, hey man. I owe you money, dude. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, man. Don't worry about it now. And he goes, no,
1: no, that is not cool, man. I hear, uh, I hear you owe somebody else about 800 bones. I don't know what you're talking about. I pay my taxes, dude. What? Uh, apparently you owe Tommy about 800 dollars. Ooh,
8: you're Tommy's Bushemi. Uh you know, I just got a little bit behind, man. I had some fi- fiduciary, what? you know, purchases. What the hell does that even What's mean? What's a fiduciary? You know, it's the thing with the is the that gold. on aisle, is that on aisle six? No, i you know, investments and in, in such,
2: gold, alcohol, Real. gold, <laughs> yeah. What are you, uh you know, slinger? Yeah, that's
1: Goldschlager's what he's into. Yeah, he's out there panning a, a bottle of Goldschlager, trying to pay Tommy off with that. Uh, Rick in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, man?
4: Hey, guys, I just want to give you guys a little tip about looking for a roommate. Mm-hmm. Don't go alone if you're looking for a roommate and interviewing for one. Um, I went once about a year ago, and I went foolishly by myself, just desperate for a place to stay. And. All of a sudden, I was at this guy's house, and he was—we were talking about the rent and the bills, everything like that. And then out of nowhere, zero to oral, he offered oral <laughs> right on the spot. I'm like, I
1: got the hell out of there, guys. I uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> extremely. Uh, thank you, Rick. Appreciate it, Mo. Now here's the thing: <laughs> Did you accept? Well,
2: he busts the lipstick out, says, "Hey, wear this, and it's all good."
1: I think it, I think at that point you asked too. Uh, How many months rent off do I get?
2: <laughs> I'll reciprocate for uh, two months free.
1: Think about that. <laughs> right, hold on a second. Let's say you get to live rent free and you're receiving. <laughs> how many months free would it take for you to do it? Right now I'm at the point. You think rent? Yeah, rent takes up most of your paycheck. At least for us. Mm-hmm. There is no first of the month paycheck. No. That's all completely eaten. Ah, uh, you know what? And you're receiving? I'd do it for a year. A year's lease. You give me <laughs> the uh the goods and I get to live rent free. Bam. Think about that, man. That's a lot of cash.
2: But you you'd have to get excited for it. Do you think you could uh muster up the
1: the uh the the uh, blood? Whatever, bro. Of course I could. I'm a man. <laughs> I have no problem with that. I All can get right. it up whenever I want. Eight months if they wear a wig. That's what you're doing? Yeah. I say a year and you uh, you shave your head. Just so I know. I don't and, think you know, I'm Melissa Etheridge the whole time. <laughs> Sinead O'Connor. That's what I would think is doing it. Sinead O'Connor. In fact, I'd have that playing in the background. Nothing compares
2: Looking him in the eyes while he's doing it? No. Look at me.
1: No, that's... Look at me, buddy. Oh, come
2: on, that's gay.
1: Stop.
8: <laughs> I had to uh, threaten my uh, other roommate With oral?
2: No, with a knife, actually. Because to, I... To have them pulled out? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. Uh, no. Hey, dude. One year free. If I can, uh, you know, polish. Come on. One year. Imagine that. One year without rent? Alright. Hmm. It's gonna be rough work.
1: <laughs> well, at least I know I'm not gonna get whiplash. Alright, people are chanting on the instant messenger. Mo. Hey! Was that a comment on my size? Is this the new one?
2: <laughs> the, the little part at the end is what's the funniest. <laughs> it builds up to it.
1: What's that from? Uh, drawn Together. Oh, okay. You love that show. Oh, it's great. Lori and Maitland next up in the hideout. What's up, Lori?
0: Well, nothing much. But you guys are talking about roommates from hell. Mm-hmm. I had one who um, I was working a lot of nights, and she used to get the mail. And I thought that was really sweet until I found out that she was getting credit cards in my name. <laughs>
2: How did that happen? Like, what, uh, what info did she get? How did she get it?
0: Well, apparently she ran through my room and got, you know, my social security number (laughs) and everything else she needed. And because it was coming to my address, Mm -hmm. um,
2: no one ever really uh, asked a lot of questions about it.
0: Right. And so, five thousand dollars later was when I found out. And, um, you know, I'm still trying to get the money back.
1: Uh, And how long ago was this? five years all right you know what you do that's when you pull out the ak-47 mm-hmm. it's at that point it's okay to do it. or you get their
2: credit card and you uh have them take you around shopping for five thousand dollars worth of stuff no you just
1: want the cash because you want your credit back that's well, really not only
0: that but like i said to them you, i i can give you a picture of me i'm a size four she's a size 24.
1: uh you know it's always the fat chick uh, roommates i don't th- i think that's rule number one that we're learning from this don't be a roommate with a fat chick because they're the ones uh, who cause all the issues.
7: He told me that about seven months too late. Oh. Uh, and eat all the. Yeah, your ice and cream. chunks.
1: And eat all the. They're always eating the chunky monkey. They're walking around with all that extra flab. They're eating all the pizza. It's just. Uh, they don't even really like that much. Thank you, Lori. And sorry about hey, what happened. Casey and Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. What's we, up? What up, dope?
3: How you doing? I got this crazy story. My friend Dave, he had this roommate. He works nights, and uh, and he had a cat, man. Mm-hmm. And so Dave decided to, uh, uh, while while he was gone and while his roommate was gone in the daytime, to to clean out his cat's litter box, but not tell him. And so for like a week, um, this was going on. And he, he took his cat to the vet, and because he thought there was something wrong with the cat, <laughs> so he takes him to the vet, and the vet prescribes him these these laxatives. Oh. So he gives him the laxatives and goes to work, and Dave um, cleans, the, cleans the box out again. And, I mean, this poor cat's going through all this crap. And But this wasn't Literally. enough for Dave. Dave decided, as a little added bonus to this joke, that he would take a dump in the litter box. <laughs> and so... <laughs> So this gigantic poop that is like <laughs> half the size of the cat is in the litter box waiting for waiting for his roommate when he gets home. and just, oh, it's crazy.
1: Uh, you know
2: what? Like, that's kind of the fun stuff about yeah. having a roommate. That, that's the, uh, the shenanigans you guys pull on each other. That, that can be cool. All
1: right, be somebody. 407-916-1041, 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. we take a quick break. Come back. Dubs, also more to get to. These updates, I want to share with you, but I want to give them to you a little bit later on. Uh-huh. All right, I'll give you I'll give you a couple of these updates. Uh, also, too, we have, I like the Tommy's tapes thing. That's pretty good. Do you have another one tonight?
7: Yeah, I got a bunch.
1: Um. A bunch? All right, I'm looking. All right, we'll do that. A Bateman
2: bundle.
7: Nice. Oh, oh thanks. By the way, my dad keeps calling me. They, Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? <laughs> do you tell him, brood, I'm not mad at you. <laughs>
1: I gave him your phone number, don't you? Yeah, Sorry. last <laughs> night Tommy's dad called into the show. It was very awkward. I won't even tell you about the correspondence that we've had. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout row Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Got the magic game on in here. I see Dwight Howard on television. And I remember that Deuce Chill Daron has an interview with Dwight Howard. He did for the Hideout. We'll play that coming up in a little bit. Also two people are emailing me mad that they got left off of the hideout heretic webpage. It's hereticshideout.com. Just found out tonight that that's uh going on. And apparently you can apply to be a heretic on they have a a little page on there that you can do that. People are like, "Hey, how come I got left off?" I have no we have no control over that website. Hereticshideout.com.
2: You got to talk to Jimmy Jim about that. All of them. Yeah.
1: And I don't know about the gang initiation, but there is, <laughs> there is a sign-up if you want to try to do that. Ken in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, Ken?
4: Hey, nothing. Just uh, I really like the show, and uh, I heard you talking about bad roommates, and uh, I, I've got a little bit of experience with that.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, uh, I moved into this place about a year ago over in Winter Park. It's called uh, uh Imperium. Oh, yeah. And there you do. These two guys already living there. It was a three-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. And I moved in. They were really nice guys, and they got me a pretty good deal on having the big bedroom and all that. But I didn't find out until, like, two months later when one of the guys moved out that that guy was on crack.
1: All right. Yeah, when you when – you, and that's the other yeah, thing, Yeah, a crackhead too.
2: roommate could be the worst.
1: And they hide it. And then if you find out that you have a friend that's adri- addicted to anything – you just got to figure nothing is safe yeah you can't leave uh ain't change out you can't leave any uh kind
2: of oh yeah
4: of... it it only gets better i mean like the guy that was on crack he was the nicest guy i'd ever met he was like the nicest crackhead that i'd ever met i didn't know <laughs> that but the other guy like after the the uh, the crackhead moved out uh, about 2 months later the other guy i knew he was doing pot you know no big deal yeah. but I didn't know that he was actually selling it from his place.
5: Oh, my God. He got
4: robbed at knife point because he brought a girl up to his room to sell her some stuff. And so it was right after that that I got a new set of locks.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. My
4: bedroom is probably not keeping anybody out, but, you know, it's better, you know, that than nothing.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I'd put a whole alarm
1: system on that one little room. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate the phone call. I couldn't even imagine...
2: We had
8: this uh, extra room at one of the places I was staying at, mm-hmm. so we'd always let random people stay there. And one of them actually happened to be a dealer. And, the, <laughs> and the, when he's moving out, he's like, hey, can you help me move out some stuff? And we lift up his mattress, and there's needles under there and meth, ecstasy. He showed me his closet. There's two pounds of weed in there. And there was always random people coming up and down the steps, but I didn't know what was going on. But he, of always, he always paid rent on time. That's true. And he always bought us nice. There was always nice stuff in the house. Of course.
1: Yeah. You have a lot of expendable income when you're a drug dealer. The only problem with that is you're living high on the hog, but at some point you could be labeled an accessory. Oh, yeah. As soon as you know. And then how do you even say, hey, I didn't know?
2: Yeah. You when didn't notice boys- that all these people were coming in and out, uh, leaving with baggies. You didn't notice that he uh, asked you every time to, uh, hey, can I bum your cellophane off your, off your cigarettes? Yeah, I never paid attention. Anybody have any party balloons in here?
1: Gonna make some animals. <laughs> All right, people are sitting there trying to listen to the Hideout song mm-hmm. on thehereticshideout.com, but the site's already exceeded its bandwidth for the day. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> so gonna wait till tomorrow, I guess. I don't know what that <laughs> even means. Uh,
2: we have a couple songs, actually. Uh, one song we have is uh, still is uh, the uh, Paranoid
1: song that he sent us. Oh, um... The Brian Pepper song. All right, I don't want to hear it, because I hate that little son of a bitch, Brian Peppers. Why? Because he's always trying to eat my ankles. thought you didn't believe in him. Well, I don't, but he's calling in saying he wants to eat my ankles. You'll believe when you hear the song. All right, we'll get to that in a second. And also... Uh, let me give you these quick radio buddy updates real quick. Okay. Because these are some of our friends on MySpace. Alright, so I talked to Shafi today. He's been on the show a little bit. In fact, his uh the link to his website's uh on real Radio.fm under the links. Um he's got a job, apparently. Be- In radio? Yeah. Nice. Apparently, well, it's their deals or offers are being made. <laughs> oh,
7: I've heard that before.
1: <laughs> but I this one seems pretty legit. He's done mm. the interview and the whole thing. That's
7: so- what you said about one of his wrestling
1: friends. All right, that- You know, that thing actually came was going to happen. I
7: didn't say anything, but I knew it wasn't going to happen.
1: Well, yeah, because that wrestling friend who's very stubborn turned it down. It's Sabu. Uh, He he, Mm. he managed Sabu for a bit. Anyway, uh, he'll be doing uh, nights in uh, Kalamazoo. (laughs) k Yeah, coming up very soon. Then, a former intern of ours. By the way, we are looking for interns. If you want to be an intern for The Hideout, this is the ultimate chance to be somebody. You got to be getting college credit, and we are doing the interviews this week and this week only to pick up the interview uh, to pick up uh, who can be a uh, a hideout intern. So now is your chance to get your foot in the door here at Real Radio 104.1. Email me and I'll forward it on to Chunks. That's L at wtks.com. Former intern of ours calls me today. He's so excited. PJ, he's oh. working at DC 101 mm-hmm. up in DC. He says, call me back. It's not radio-related. It's awesome. You want to take a guess as to what his good news was? I'm guessing it was radio-related. No, it's not radio-related.
2: I have no idea. Knocked up his chick? Yeah.
1: Seriously? Yeah, his chick's pregnant. And he calls you for that? Yeah, because he's excited. And this is like... Just going through his phone? This is a 25-year-old guy (sighs) who's working part-time at a rock station in D.C. Kiss that goodbye. And... He knocks his chick up. And he's, he's glad about it. Oh, he's stoked. I don't even know if he, out, there's a chance he may want to ask us to be godfathers.
2: I'd be excited in calling you if I, hey dude, you can't, you will never believe this, I talked her into an abortion.
1: No, better yet, didn't even have to pay, she miscarried.
12: <laughs> the hell?
1: Yeah, she said she felt real bad, thought it was gas before I know it. <laughs> We had I'm to fl- take out the trash. We had to flush it. That's when you call your buddy excited, not when she's pregnant. This is a dude 20 years old working at a pizza place, working at a rock station, and I remember all the crap she would give him too, because last year he was in the hideout fantasy football league, mm-hmm. which by the way, you and I both owe stunts for. Yep. We we'll had to pay that off this Friday. Real Radio to see how the web, uh, see how the league's going, and she would always give him crap because he was always stunting. And now he's gonna, now he's gonna have a kid with this chick.
2: That's the ultimate stunt.
1: And just for get any get
2: that get that snobby girl knocked up.
1: She was always making faces whenever she came into the hideout. I really think uh, if you knock up your chick, that's gotta be the worst news ever. And would you even tell people? No. Wouldn't you hope? Like I heard the whole thing too. Whenever you knock someone up, you don't you don't tell anyone for the first three months because there is a good chance it could you could lose it. Like that's a a luck thing, I think. According to like an old well, maybe film. he maybe
2: he's uh playing on that and no. saying, okay, everybody says not the same thing. I'm gonna say stuff and maybe it'll happen.
1: This kid was stoked. He was just so excited. And then another former intern of ours, real fast, Cicada. So <laughs> apparently Cicada, and you heard him maybe on the mixtapes. And probably over the weekend, you'll probably hear him a lot more on the future mixtapes when we're on vacation. Best intern we've ever had. We really made a mistake by bringing Chunks down as opposed to Sid, because Sid's a comic genius. Apparently, again, he got fired his first day on the job. Where at? All right, here's what Matt Albert tells me.
7: And by the way... Is I, this, he called me today, but I, I didn't answer. I was see, doing something. I almost want
1: you to get him on the phone. He got a job at Sports Authority. <laughs> And he missed his first
2: day (laughs) on the job. most unathletic guy in the world working at sports authority. All
1: right, check out the story though. He missed his first day on the job, which was Black Friday (laughs) because he was too sore from his family's turkey bowl football game the day before. (laughs) And uh, this gets
2: fat. When he talks about turkey bowl, they're actually throwing a turkey back and forth. And uh, every time you make a reception, you get to take a big hunk out of it.
1: Are there pictures of Cicada on RealRadio.fm on the hideout page? Yeah, I believe uh, in the uh, photo, section? photo section. I think if you go down there, are, he's the one in the, uh, if you scroll down, I think it's toward the bottom. He's the one with the big, with like just. he looks like a, like a killer clown from outer space. And he's wearing a tight yellow shirt. I think he looks like Garfield. 407 916 1041 888 978 Who gets fired from work on their first day? I Could you imagine how pissed they'd be? All right, dude, we're going to hire you, and you're going to be here on Black Friday, busiest day of the year. And then you call in because you're too sore of to work from your family's uh, pickup football game on Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I've seen that family. They're humongous. There's no way it was like, a very like agile game. A game of all linemen. That's what it was.
2: Just pulling up their pants all the time. <laughs> Making racist comments.
1: Right. And so you know the game sucked because there were no uh, people of color. Yeah. All right, I'm not seeing the pictures of Kato on there. Are they under something special? They're in the hideout in D.C. Part. Yeah, maybe they're there. But I, th- I thought, because Tommy loves them too. Tommy insists we also made a mistake by not bringing him down instead of Chunks.
2: I don't know. Imagine uh, sharing a place with Cicada, Tommy. I think you'd be just as mad.
1: By the way, congratulations to Chunks by taking his third day off on the show now because he's contributed nothing today. (laughs) Add a way to make yourself known on your first day back. Oh, apparently. Apparently. He was real sore because he was the all-time quarterback, so he never got a chance to, to rest. <laughs> Don't you love that? The all-time quarterback, and that's what you all that a fat bastard that, family. That's what the fa- that's what the fat kid always wanted to do because the there was always a fat kid who could throw. Mm-hmm. And you he, just stand there. Hey, man, come on! You got to count to five, Mississippi. <laughs> you only got to four that time. You're just saying Mississippi. Say, say it, Mississippi. Say it all the way out. One, One Mississippi. Mississippi. Two missus, three missus, three missus. I'm here, man. Kevin. Kevin, here in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Kev?
4: Yo, guys, I got some advice for you to give to Mr. Cicada, whatever the heck that fat Lars name is. Mm-hmm. You need, you need to quit talking about turkeys on the air, because that guy's probably listening right now thinking, oh, God, turkeys, so good.
1: I don't even know what Kevin was talking <laughs> about. He was trying to be somebody. We appreciate that. All right, let's take a break. So there's a little update for some of our friends. And they're on our MySpace links. And there are even pictures of them, I think, somewhere on realradio.fm. Who gets fired on their first day?
2: Is from that being the... sore from playing football with your family. That is the ultimate fat kid excuse. He's probably sore from actually the turkey. It stretches his stomach out so much.
1: You know, I was thinking about it. I didn't have any turkey the entire holiday. Oh, really? Yeah, you have any leftovers? Mm-hmm. Bring some up, man. Okay, I got plenty. I need to get rid of it, so yeah, I'll bring some up for you. No, nah, I'll eat all that. I'll take a break. We'll come back. Whatever's on your mind. Plus, we got to talk about you too, and your family's gone.
2: The family is gone.
1: Are they officially gone? Because I know
2: they were stuck at the airport. They should be taking off right around now. They got delayed, and they gave me a call because they're delayed, and just to tell me, hey, we're listening. We're delayed in the airport, so uh, we're listening. They should finally be in the air going
1: home, though. All right, we got that to get to. Hey, should we play these tapes that Chill has? The interviews that he did with the NBA players? Yeah, let's do those. All right, let's do that when we get back. Which one do you want to do first? You interviewed who? Uh, Danielle
13: Marshall from like a week or two ago, and then Dwight Howard from uh, this week.
1: Uh, You interviewed Dwight Howard, the star of the uh, Orlando Magic. Mm Mm-hmm. Very nice guy. I can only imagine how uncomfortable it is. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and come back. Wow, in. you're tall. It's a hideout row
8: radio 104.1. That we
1: a- Tuesday night in the hideout row radio 104.1, on Al Jaffe and J Dubs. 407 916
2: 1041, 978 1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone.
1: Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Guaranteed. If you don't think so, you get your money back. <laughs> um. Uh, by the way, I think that's Outcast's best song. Bombs Over Baghdad? That's a good one. They got so many great ones. Mm-hmm. That one's epic, though. Very few bands can pull that one off. And I hear, by the way, you have a new obsession.
2: Yes. I have a new,
1: uh, a new song that I'm in love with. Is it a gay song? It could be termed as that, probably. All right, we'll talk about that in a bit. Anna in Orlando. Ladies first in the hideout. What's up, Anna?
0: Hey, what's happening? What you got? Well, I disagree with your uh, all-star player for Orlando Magic. Uh,
1: you, don't not, think you, you don't think it's, it's Dwight not, Howard?
0: No, it is Steve Francis. That dude, I watched him Friday night, and um, he played the entire game with bruised ribs. His ribs were wrapped. They kept putting either, I don't know if it was ice or heat or whatever they do during a game. Right. I I'd assume it's ice. On them, you know, when he'd sit down for a few minutes, but uh, he won the game. All
1: uh, right, here's and here's the thing. And thank you. Uh, first of all, it's heat. And he
0: earned his money, it, which is what I like.
1: Here, it's it's actually heat that they put on during the game. Because you put on ice, you're gonna get cold, and you're not. You know, it's not gonna allow you to stretch out. So sure, no. they
0: do put on heat. Yeah, it increases it's, inflammation. That surprises
1: me as a nurse. But. It's heat during the game. Afterwards, uh-huh. they ice it down. Here's the thing, though, Anna. Uh, Stevie franchises. They term. You went to a university of Maryland. Played for the Houston Rockets. He's a good player, but he's no Dwight Howard. Stevie franchises are a dime a dozen. And and you don't know if he's a shooting guard, is he a point guard. He's a good player, don't get me wrong.
2: And he he seems to be playing through the pain and everything, which is very, very
1: valuable. But guys like Dwight Howard, seven feet, averaged a double-double in his first year. Those are the guys you build your team around. Other guys who do that kind of thing? uh, Tim Duncan. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk finally just averaged a double-double last year for the first time. Dwight finally. Howard did it his first year. You know, those those are your true stars. And you got an interview with him, Deuce Chill? Yeah. All right, let's hear the one first with Danielle Marshall, who plays for the Cavs, right?
13: Yeah, this is a couple weeks ago when Cleveland played
1: Orlando at Orlando. All right, and it's you and Danielle Marshall, which, by the way, Danielle. He uh, he looks a little bit like ludicrous.
2: You didn't tell me that's a girl's name, did you? Hey Danielle. No, I did not. Okay.
1: Danielle, you're so hot. Mmm. Thrones, uh, <laughs> the gay one. Mm. All right, do we have the Danielle Marshall one ready? All right, play it.
13: I'm with uh, Danielle Marshall <laughs> in the locker room for the Cleveland Cavalier, for the Cleveland
1: Cavaliers. All right, now pause it. Uh, already, it's uncomfortable. You, you know, can, I, can you get a better recording device? I was going to edit that part out. Now, but this is, I thought it was it was too good. Did you uh, it actually
13: recorded on a record
1: player? The, yeah, I was going to say, did you record this when Danielle first came into the league in '92? I have a little handheld device. What am I supposed to use? I'm sure you do. But what'd you record <laughs> on? Yeah. You sissy. All right, here, let's hear. This We're is, actually w- this is, watching
13: <laughs> Sunday Night Football, Cleveland versus Pittsburgh. What are your thoughts on this game?
11: Uh, um, we're down early right now, seven nothing. But uh, we're gonna do a, a good job, and right now we just hit it. We had a hell of a punt, so we, we um, right now is where we're gonna start our, our, our comeback. All
1: right, hold on a second. You talking football with them. So you and Danielle are just sitting there watching football?
13: Yeah, you know, some guys were, you know, talking about whatever. Danielle Marshall and I, we were actually watching the game. All right, what game was that one? It was a uh, Pittsburgh-Cleveland.
1: Do you think a guys like that who move around? I mean, it's like us. Mm. Um, so like, just because he plays for the Cavs, do you think that necessarily now he's a Browns fan? You know, I think it
2: happens that way where you, uh, the, the whole sports like circuit in each town, they get kind of close with each other and they end up going to the games and everything and uh, kind of knowing each other. So I think, yeah, it happens a lot where they're fans. See, I kind of thought that
13: too when I uh, asked him the question. But if you listen uh, later on in the interview... I, I think he's more of a
1: Pittsburgh fan. Uh, why'd you ruin it, man? Uh, what's the point of listening? It's still good.
11: Who's your favorite player on the team? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have one favorite player. I guess you know, I like, I like, I love Heinz Ward, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, um, yeah, Antoine Randall. Uh, uh, the defense, I you know, like three or four guys on the team that you know I like. So I don't got one favorite player. The whole team, I, lo- I like the whole team. Heinz Ward is my fantasy football wide receiver. What do you think of that choice? Well, you just messed up. They just took a touchdown away from him.
1: Now, here's the thing. All right, so you're sitting there with a professional athlete, and you're just talking about your fantasy football. Can I tell you
13: what's even worse about it? In this Hmm. game, it went into overtime. Daniel Marshall is the guy who made the shot to get him into overtime, and I'm pretty sure the... Who bas- he basically won the game for him, and I haven't even mentioned any of this yet.
1: I, right, So it's a whole big thing. You could ask him about what it's like playing with. uh with uh, LeBron and Larry Hughes, you could ask him. Mean, he's been around the league. He's been a lot, He's played with a lot of uh, big-time players.
2: I, I get, get, some, get some balls and ask some junk size questions. Well,
1: here's the thing. I didn't even know
13: who he was at first. I actually, other than uh, LeBron. Because you, you know what you say off the air, they all look the same.
1: No. And I can't believe you'd
13: say that. What the other hell than, are uh, you
1: talking
2: about?
13: Other than LeBron James, I didn't know what, what any of them looked like. But luckily, I actually knew the towel boy in the locker room.
2: And I, so I, you, you just happen to know a towel boy. Yeah. Okay. So all the reporters
13: kind of look at me when I call the towel boy's name out, and I said, hey, who's this guy sitting right here? And he told me. And then I walked
1: over and did the interview. All right, screen the phone calls. Let's hear more of this mm-hmm. uncomfortableness. The,
11: uh, the replay, instant replay. They took a touchdown away from him. They called it a touchdown initially, and then they took it away.
13: All right, and let me say now real quick, I thought you played great tonight. You guys, look, you guys looked really good tonight. How do you feel?
1: I mean, this is early on in the season. What should we expect this year? You're telling them he looks good? All right, was he naked while you were doing the interview? Dude,
13: he look really good? No, he was fully dressed. Out of respect, I don't interview the naked ones.
1: You have nice thighs. thighs. Hey.
8: I'm the owner I'm the gay one. You've been, you been working out?
1: <laughs> How much working out did you do? Did you ask him about his braids? What?
11: Right. Well, I think this was a good test for us. We've been blowing teams out recently, and, <laughs> uh, you know, to have to come back and, and sustain the effort, you know, that's one of our models, sustain the effort for 48 minutes, and actually we had to do it for 53 today, and, uh, you know, but we needed it, and it was a good test for us, and I think, you know, in this.
2: I can talk the tall boy into giving you a handy. <laughs> the
11: young season is testing our character, and so far we're being able to pass it. All right, thank you. Congratulations on the win. Thanks.
13: So what, you didn't ask him what he was going to have for dinner? Well, afterwards I actually asked him to dinner.
8: That's so funny. That really is great.
13: And I actually got denied by LeBron James that night.
1: Of course. Why would LeBron talk to you? I can't believe Danielle Marshall talked to you. You should be talking to the 12th man. That's why it's unbelievable to me that you talked to Dwight Howard. And I hope you didn't embarrass the hideout when you talked to Dwight Howard. Do you mention the show? You probably just say Clear Channel, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. Because if they wanted to, they could play this gym over on 740. Mm Mm-hmm. It (laughs) belongs to all of us. We now interrupt Jim Rome. To bring you another douche chill slam dunk. And Code is right when he says, this sounds like a ninth grade AV class project. (laughs) I got to say, here's the thing. I'm starstruck, especially with the NBA, because I love it. So you seem to do very well. You're getting big names. And chatting it up. Because who else? He talked to uh, Jimmy Smith, right? And Fred Taylor. And Fred Taylor. And Kyle Brady. And now Danielle Marshall. You know what? We need to start doing. We need to put this in that little one sheet that we have of sports athletes who have technically done an interview for the Hideout, even though it was through Deuce show. No, it counts. It counts. It does. We've, we've, they did an interview for this show. They don't realize it. <laughs> All right. We want to come back with the Dwight Howard one. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right. Do we want to take bets? As to whether or not it's like super uncomfortable with him and the White Howard star the Orlando Magic.
2: Um, I think.
1: More 90, than
2: ninety percent. Oh, more than
1: usual? Yeah, more than the usual douche chill uncomfortableness.
2: Oof. All right, we have a douche rating. Uh, on the douche uh, douche scale, what do you think it's going to be uh, from one to ten?
1: All right, normal douche uncomfortableness is a five. Okay. Yep. I bet it's a nine.
2: I'll give him a little credit. I'll say a
1: seven. Douche chill. But you will say the interview is a little bit more. Mm-hmm. A little more creepy. He's talking to the star of the magic. Oh, I hope he doesn't embarrass us. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, the funniest night show in America. I am El Hafe, and that is J-Dubs. We are your hosts. You want to be somebody? You- 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041 and star one
2: zero four one on your singular wireless phone. That's how you do it.
1: Or you can go sign up to be a heretic at hereticshideout.com.
2: Tomorrow, once when, the Well, you back can up. you
1: can get on. You just can't download anything. Ah, I guess I don't know what. The, the heretics created their own web page, and I love it. I Absolutely love it. Hey, by the way, we should put these interviews up on realradio.fm. The douche chill slam dunk interview. Formerly with, uh, just did one with Danielle Marshall of the Cavs, and now you're going to talk to Dwight Howard. Which, by the way, Dwight Howard, star of the Magic, mm-hmm. seems like an awesome dude. He's always, I work out at RDV, and, uh, before the season started, he was always out there hanging out, like playing pickup with the with the restless schlubs like me. Just dominating. Oh, I mean, he of course. dominates in the NBA, but it's like
2: just almost. Imagine with a bunch of middle aged white men.
1: Yeah. You know, it's dominating like the uh, Falcons versus the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. It's that kind of domination. That stings. By the way. That cuts to the core. That literally, look, literally looked like a varsity versus the freshman team on Thanksgiving Day. Can't disagree. Oh, boy. So um, let's hear this interview with Dwight Howard and Deuce Childerone.
13: With Dwight Howard of the Orlando Magic, uh, you played great tonight. Early on in the first, you had a, in the first quarter, you had a couple big dunks. You feel that, that helped <laughs> set the pace for the rest of the game.
11: It did. It did. You know, I think that uh, for me, just getting a little bit of momentum, it uh, carries me the whole game. And uh, you know, those,
13: those dunks, you know, helped me out. You also had a, a huge block. You might even say a game-saving
1: block again. All right. So what? You're not going to ask him about football? No. Well, the game wasn't on. Y- you know. Why don't you ask him about a painting that they have in the locker room?
2: There weren't any. Now, uh, what do you, what do you do during the game? I mean, are you watching on a TV? Are you uh, at the game watching it? Yeah, I'm at the, the
13: game jotting down notes. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I try to look professional. <laughs> at least fool the guy sitting <laughs> where next do you, to me. Where do you get to sit during this? I sit in a seat. How far up? Do you have at? press row? Like on the court? Yeah. Uh, no.
1: Where are you? Where do you sit? I'm I mean I'm lower bowl. Get the hell out of here. Hey, I want to go this Sunday when they play the Spurs.
13: I'll get i will I'll I'll tell them that my intern would like to come
1: with me. <laughs> All right, you know what? <laughs> 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 I'm not your intern. I, I mean, I'd right? day you are. I want to watch the Magic and Spurs this, this Saturday Sunday. Do you want to go this weekend honestly? Yes, I want to go
2: Sunday. All right,
13: I'll have you a seat right next to me.
1: Can I carry your 1940s tape recorder that you do these on? <laughs> yeah. He yeah.
2: actually carries a reel-to-reel with him. He has a little uh, cart that he has to drag around everywhere. All right, Chunks. Against uh,
13: Dwayne Wade at the end of the fourth, I mean, what do you feel that does leading into the next play and your next possession? Uh,
11: it gave us a little bit of momentum. And, uh, no... Those little layups like that would have been daggers for us, you know, so I really tried to work on um, just making sure I'm in the paint, you know, when Dwayne drives, you know, hopefully get a piece of the ball when he goes up.
13: Now, I hear that you went over to Jameer Nelson's for Thanksgiving. How was that? It was awesome. You know, that's that's my little mini-me. <laughs> and let me ask you this, you know, you you got player of the game. Is that kind of, you know, I've never obviously... All right, I'm hold on a, on a second.
1: Now, Player of the Game, is that, like, your own personal award that you gave him? Or is this something that was No, he was
13: was given Player of the Game. By who? They announced it before the game was over, you know, the Orlando Magic Player of the Game.
2: I award you with Douche's Dominance Award. Uh. Yeah,
13: Yeah, is that kind of like getting Employee of the Month?
11: (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is You know, it's cool, you know. As long as you got to win, that's, that's all that matters. You, you tell how uh, annoyed yeah, Thank you very much.
2: How, how annoyed
1: you. he was. And
2: that's when uh, Douche wrapped it up when he was just starting to sigh like, uh...
13: He thought that was a good question. Afterwards, before I walked away, he goes, hey, genius. <laughs> no, <laughs> you could
8: kind of, if you listen hard enough, you could hear him giggle in the middle when he's asking about Thanksgiving or something like that. He's he's True. trying not to laugh. Douche or... uh Howard. Oh, uh, uh, Howard. Try not to laugh when when this ass is asking him, how is Thanksgiving dinner? Were there a lot of people? The boys thing, there? I
1: love basketball, but I am bored by the basketball questions. And I guess you got to ask a couple. Yeah, you got to make it seem like you're
2: doing something legitimate for basketball. All right, that do on the douche chill scale was only a three. Yeah, it wasn't as douchey as I thought it was going to be.
13: But
1: here's the thing. We need them to be nines. Yeah. That's what makes a good radio. And what is chunks talking about about him giggling four oh seven nine you screened the phone calls four oh seven nine one six one oh four one you're you're putin today uh triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one star one oh four one in your singular wireless oh, phone imagine that day putin for a day that would uh that'd be a bolt in the head for a day all right now let me ask you who do we want to interview uh this sunday i want um hey, you know who you should interview who? I want to talk to Tony Batie. as a fellow Texas Tech alum. Okay. And I, I'd see him walking around campus there in Lubbock.
13: You know who else I tried to get uh, this weekend? Uh, Shaq, but he turned me down.
1: Of course he did.
13: What did he say? You know, it's kind of funny because first he walked up and shook my hand as if, like, I think he thought I was just a groupie because there was a lot of people around him just, like, talking to him. So I think he thought I just wanted, like, a, you know, a hello and a picture.
1: Oh, so you shook Shaq's hand? Yeah, well, and he which, kind of, Which one's bigger, his or Lester Big Hands? Shat
2: kind of winced when I did it like I heard him. Shut the hell <laughs> up, you dork. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I want a whole bunch of you getting rejected things. I want you to tape while you're going up getting rejected. I can start doing that. Okay.
13: Yeah. And it, it hurts. It, it, it's painful to ask for that and have me like, no. It's just
2: kind of like, oh. Yeah, because you're so important. Yeah, but still, you just want to talk to him for 15, 20 seconds sometimes. Just get a few questions out there, and then they. No, I don't have, you know, the time for you and your back hair, crazy furry <laughs> bastard. Get away from me. Maybe
1: if you tuck in the neck hair, I'd ha- I'd have
2: a. Oh, I, ha- I have my shirt off during the interviews
13: because a lot of them do. So if you blend in, you know, I'm one of them. John,
1: you're in the hideout on radio.
3: Hey, I want to know if Deuce was higher or lower than Roe K because that's where I sit. Are
1: right, you higher or lower than Roe K? I think I'm maybe a little higher. <laughs> oh. Everybody now at the Doucheville, Douchechill groan. Yeah. Ah. All right, I didn't make the high school team. Did he play? I wonder if chill played.
13: D- did I play what? Basketball. Oh, yeah. I'm actually pretty good. I have a killer crossover.
1: All right. CodeWorker says while he's listening to that and the quality of the audio, he's waiting to hear that the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. No,
2: but uh, Germany has marched on Poland. I want everybody to uh, calm down, take a step back. We might be going to war.
13: What do you want? I mean, I can only do my interview and what I have. Get a new one. Write it off. Make Uh, the
1: company pay for it. Well, some
13: of these guys carry, like, microphones with wires and all that. I'm not going to do that. What do you have? It's a little handheld. Okay, it looks so unprofessional. That's the thing. It looks high-tech. Oh, it does? Yeah, and I I even kept a sticker on it that says new.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just because it has a sticker on there that says new doesn't mean it is.
13: It's raised a couple eyebrows, though.
1: Hmm. All right, let's take a break. Did Deuce still do good? I'd give him on a... All right, here's how I grade you for Danielle. Danielle Marshall, I think you get an A. Yeah, I like that one. Just sitting there watching football. Dwight Howard, I'm a little disappointed in. Not him, you. Dwight Howard's
2: great. Yeah, Dwight Howard, uh, he's used to those interviews. You have to give him a special one from Douche.
13: I did two and two. I did two basketball questions and two Douche Chill questions.
2: They weren't really. It seemed like something you got from another reporter and kind of repeated that question. About going to... Uh...
1: Hey, by the way, what's that like, too, standing around with all the other reporters?
13: That's the worst part about it, because a lot of them, when they, when these people first start accepting interviews, what they do is, like, eight of these guys surround them and just put a microphone in their face. And I guess they're taking audio from other people's questions.
2: Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah. Now, do they look at you as, like, oh, here's some uh, some young kid who has no idea what's going on here, and I'm an old pro. Here's
1: that ass asswipe asexual yeah, on the hideout.
13: A few of them actually, actually, they cut me off and like, stepped in front of me when I was trying to get to them.
1: You punch him in the neck then. Yeah, they, I,
13: I, you get rough in there with those people. I, I got my interviews.
1: I had to do that out and uh, I went out once uh, when I was doing working for the Washington Redskins Radio Network. And it sucked ass, because all those sports guys think they're so they are just just—they're jock sniffers, essentially.
2: Yeah, they're living their dream. This is what they've always wanted to do, and they get so pissed because you're making a mockery out of it.
1: Not making a mockery. We're talking to him like he's a human being, not sitting there wanting to ask about... Uh, about how it felt to make a shot. It felt great. How to stop a pick and roll. You know, that's not what I want to hear.
2: What was going through your mind there? Yeah, have you ever played sports in your life? Nothing's going through
1: your mind. Not, yeah, even now when I'm playing like in a men's league, I'm thinking about banging chicks when I'm on the pitcher's mound. And I pretend that the mitt is a vag. And Ooh, the face, that's ugly. Well <laughs> you haven't seen some of the whores I've been with. I'm not proud. But that's what you're thinking about, in all honesty. Not thinking about anything. Real.
2: You aren't thinking of the great you know, how how great this will be if I make this shot. You're just shooting the shot. And the most
13: frustrating thing to me is, I actually do plan out questions I'm going to ask them. Every time I've planned out questions, those people always turn me down.
1: Hmm. Well, you should have, you should be ready to talk to. And I want to hear from this towel boy that you made love to. Yeah. Why don't you? Uh,
13: well, he's there every week. He works for the Magic, but I, I happen to know him.
1: Let's do an interview with the towel boy. Let's do that next. All right. We'll take a break and come <laughs> back. 407-916-1041-Triple eight nine seven eight one 888-978-1041. Hey does when we come back, I want to play the Tommy tape uh about the sex spa. And I heard the Phillips spa talking about it today too. And I guess this was the big expose on local six. You gotta hear this report, dude. It's epic. It's so they're like it's so funny. I've heard a little bit of it. Quick break, we'll come back with that. It's the hideout row radio uh one oh Oh wait, you know what we need to do first though before we get into that? Hideout Headline Game Show. Mm. We got some great prizes to give away thanks to the wholesale furniture market. Call in right now and be a winner.
2: 407 916 1041, 888 1041, star 1041 on
1: your singular wireless phone. Call in and win. Be a winner. Be somebody. Next in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1.
6: All right, you primitive screwheads. Listen up. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Headlines Game Show. Time to
2: see what you think you know. Can you walk the smart guy talk or are
9: you livestock? Try, open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. Here's the trick. Are you sheep falling asleep on your feet? Headlines
2: Game Show. Headlines Game Show. 407 916 1041, 888 978 1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Give that a call if you want to play the hideout headline game show.
1: Brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market, 750 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, stop in great great prices uh see for yourself 436 in castleberry right next to the sam's club sarah boys over there big dog steve and joe dubs dubs his uncle mm-hmm. um all right uh you get five categories world national local sports and entertainment j dubs it's true false multiple choice to fill in the blank who's hosting tonight since putin isn't here that would be me. Tommy Bateman is your host, and he is stoked. Ooh, he's excited. All right, let's go. Um, ladies and heretics to the front of the line. Neither one up, so we'll start with Chris. Chris, uh, would you like world, national, local sports, or entertainment? Um, uh, I'll do local. All right, here's local news with uh, Tommy Bateman.
7: All right, local is multiple choice. I don't know how to say this, but Nemours Clinic announced plans to open what kind of specialty center in the summer of 2006. A burn clinic, sexual addiction clinic, child obesity clinic, or an STD clinic? Um, the second one, uh, the uh,
6: sexually transmitted
5: disease
7: one. Sorry, you haven't a clue about the world around you. Uh, what is it? Child obesity clinic. Oh, really? We might yes. need to get a uh, little Kilimanjaro
2: up on this thing, my uh, niece. Your niece oh, there. I got a picture of her. I'll bring it in tomorrow.
1: Oh, how do you not bring that in tonight?
2: Go home. Get it. I can't
7: wait. I can do it. I can make it home. Give me a long commercial set. There must be like a lot of fat kids around here, because apparently there's already another one that's going to be opened around the same time, too. So there's going to be two fat kid obesity clinics. Actually, it's the
2: same one. They just need to make it the size of two to fit all those fat bastards in. You know
1: what's funny about this is that they don't have to open these clinics. How about doing a little PE?
2: Yeah, why don't you open a
1: gymnasium? You know what I mean? Or you have this thing, it's called a park. And you can go there and burn some calories if you're a kid, it's a great invention. Mm-hmm. And then they came up with it, I don't know, back in the days of Adam and Eve.
7: Don't you need a permit to like start fires there and burn stuff? Um
1: Man oh man. Alright, Matt Albert wants how many sedative blow darts did you give Tommy before the show? <laughs> Only two. Fred from Orlando, next up in the Hideout on Road Radio. You want world, national, sports, or entertainment? Fred?
7: Going, going, Ah, go- uh-huh. All right, what do you got, Fred? National. All right, here's national news. All right. Nationals fill in the blank. California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger is consider- is considering giving what to the Crips gang founder Stanley Tukey Williams? I uh-huh. have uh, yeah, the fog foggiest-
1: uh, is it a... uh a medal? No, pardon or whatever. Yeah, Clemency.
7: Clemency because he faces uh, a lethal injection on December 7th, uh I mean, December 13th. Why would he do that? Uh because a lot of people, well, he claims he was still innocent and then a lot of people have are kind of siding with uh this guy is a kind of one of those guys in jail that's turned his life around. He was up for like a Nobel
1: uh peace prize. He's done a lot of... After starting the Crips, he's up for a Nobel Peace Prize. Well, us. he's done a lot of work after that while in jail talking about the evils of gangs. I think Jamie Foxx played him in some movie where apparently now he's realized he how awful things are that he did, and he's trying to make good for it. Craig, you're next up in the Hideout World, sports or entertainment in the Hideout Headline Game Show. Sports. All right, here's sports with, uh, with Tommy Bats.
7: All right, sports is true or False. Senator Arlen Specter is considering referring the National Football League and the Philadelphia Eagle, Eagles. Uh, I wrote this wrong. That's awful.
2: Uh, who do you want? <laughs> uh, is it just the game that the makes game. you over the
1: uh, the? crap? Uh, I don't
7: know what it, it is. Prep? I guess so. Yes.
1: Uh, you know what? You I win. The answer is Terrell Owens, no, no matter it what. It was true. Jesus. It was false. He I considered- don't even know.
7: I don't know what I meant by this.
1: But the whole big thing is that Arlen Specter from Pennsylvania is Mm -hmm. considering uh, getting involved, Congress involved with the whole T.O. versus the Eagles. You know, I want
2: to see T.O. come back more than anybody. I want to see him get his money more than anybody. But I just hate getting any uh, government involved in this kind of thing.
1: Well, they're talking about maybe some antitrust issues. That's what Arlen Specter says. Oh, I thought you meant with the government... Because I have a lot of those. I know. That's what, the, like, today they're doing the big hearings on um, indecency. And then it's TO, and then it's steroids. And I'm like, we really haven't figured out this whole budget thing mm-hmm. or deficit thing. Oh, hold
2: on on that. TO's got to get back to work. Yeah, that's the big
1: one. And Matt Albert says, how about uh, just reinstitute dodgeball? Because that teaches the kids that it isn't cool to be fat.
2: Yeah, you have to be able to move. Or you're going to get hit by a big red ball, maybe in the face.
1: Um, Mark, next up in the Hideout Road Radio, world or entertainment? What do you want to go with in the Hideout Headline Game Show?
7: Uh, entertainment. All right, here's uh, Tommy. All right, this is true or false. Nick, Nick Lachey is signed to star in a TV show on the WB network. True. You are correct, sir. He's set to play a baseball star navigating a new marriage. You know, I like this Nick Lachey. He uh, he doesn't he's not with uh, the
2: cash cow anymore. He's out there doing his own work. They should have gotten
7: Freddy Prince Jr. to do it. No, he's already got his own show, Freddie. This sounds like a winner because maybe he-
1: they just changed the whole plot of it.
7: The co-creator of Mad About You is writing the show, and then mm. someone from the... No, I'm not a fan. The, his name is Danny Jacobson, and the network said, Nick is a huge talent with a major following, and Danny is a brilliant seasoned comedy I, writer.
1: I like how it's like him playing baseball. It's not even like around him singing or anything like well, what he actually does. That's
2: why it'll be interesting. It's totally taking him out of his element. You know, he's not... Because he, a lot of these people that aren't really actors are more, you know, famous for something else. They'll they'll always cast them into something that they're comfortable with.
1: And do you think they'll ever show a scene of him, like, playing or anything?
2: He looks like an athletic guy. I think he could, uh...
1: What are you, sizing him up?
2: Mm-hmm. Don't judge me. What, I'm not want... sitting here in judgment of
1: you. You want to, uh, sniff his cup? Hey, remember that time we made Chunks uh, use my cup as a gas mask for a punishment? How was that, Chunks?
8: I, it was awful. How do you mm. think? You also made me take shots out of it, too.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that. I need to bring that back in. I, that should be a new punishment. Uh, Joel, uh, right. world uh, you were left with in the Hideout Headline Game Show. God damn.
7: Uh, here we go. All right, world is multiple choice. A Canadian teen with an allergy to peanuts died after what? A, getting a kiss from her boyfriend. B, Reese's peanut butter cups. C, a Snickers bar. Or D, Fluffernutter cookies.
6: What was that last one?
7: Fluffernutter cookies. <laughs>
2: I'll go with Snickers bar.
7: Sorry, you haven't a clue about the world around you.
2: It wasn't the kiss? Yeah. The kiss from
7: her boyfriend? Yeah, a 15-year-old girl with peanut allergies died after kissing her boyfriend who had just eaten a peanut butter right. snack. What a
2: dick. He knows she's allergic to peanuts. You think he knew? Oh, yeah. He ate that nutty buddy. He had it all over his uh, teeth. So now you're saying it's premeditated. Mm-hmm. Oh, you thought he was just going to get her sick. He didn't want to kill her. He just wanted to watch her puke and laugh at her. There's nothing funnier than watching your girlfriend puke.
1: Yeah, that is kind of fun, isn't mm-hmm. it? When she's bent over the toilet. Mm-hmm. And... You're acting like you're feeling sorry for her, like, oh, this
2: is terrible, but you're laughing and running one in the corner?
1: In the case, shut up with all the noise mm-hmm. in there. I say go louder. Alright, uh, Dubs, let's take a break and come back. And the thing that was left out of the headlines is apparently this expose. That a few of the, uh, or one specific, um, massage parlor likes to give handies. And we have, we have the actual, um, Audio from the Handy? No. Uh, I can get that for you. But we have the clip from local6.com, like the actual news story. It's great. Take a break. We come back with another one of Tommy's tapes. It's the Hideout row Radio 104.1. You let me invite It is the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 live on a Tuesday night. Funniest night show in America. Be a part of it.
2: 407-916-1041, 888 1041 and star one zero four one if you have a singular wireless phone.
1: So I heard the Phillips file today talking mm-hmm. about... um. And I completely agree with Mr. Phillips about just how asinine local news is. But really all news, and it's not even news anymore. It's entertainment. We've talked about that many a time before. Yeah,
2: I mean, it goes far past just the local stuff. If you go to the, uh, the, yeah, the, the cable ca- news networks, they are just as bad on a national level.
1: The only one that really I would say is legit anymore is headline news.
2: Yeah, headline news uh, tends not to interview people and kind of give all these different spins on it they just kind of give you what what stories out there
1: it's basically a you know that 30 30 minutes and then we you know go through it again you mm-hmm. know what i mean so um apparently and this was on uh, local six did this exclusive expose an investigation that a uh, massage parlor in longwood the irony uh is being investigated after sex acts. And so Tommy has the tape. Uh, play this one for us, Tommy.
12: Call it visual irony. Young children at play. The word massage hovering in the background. A big sign with big letters <laughs> that the children probably can't even read. But right under their noses, something not so innocent may be going on. Right in the shadows of popular restaurants, stores, and even... Right, now that's... You
1: know, you know it sweeps time... When you tie in the children. Oh, yeah. And
2: I think I'd be doing the story, if this was all true, that the kids can't even read Massage. Yeah, that's... I think that's the bigger story. Yeah, because these children are like
1: five and six. They should be able to read at this point.
2: Somewhat. You know, at least uh, the the sign that's across the street from where they play every day.
1: And isn't Massage spelled the same way as Message?
12: No. Or is it different? I think there's a difference there.
1: That's the story. talk show host doesn't know how to spell.
12: Even city offices. My
4: dad gave me some money to go get a massage, and it's right down the road.
12: Right in the middle of Longwood sits Longwood Massage and Spa, just like any other business in the community. Well, maybe not. You see, this guy, who we'll call Sam to protect his identity, went for his massage. But apparently, a massage was not enough. I don't know what made me ask. I just did. You asked for something extra. Right. (laughs) right.
1: You know what made you? That massive thing going on underneath that towel. That's what makes you And I love how he turns 19, so his dad says, hey, go get a massage. Of course you know what's going to happen. Your dad's been there a million times.
2: Getting that handy because your mom won't do anything.
12: First visit. And what did she say?
4: Uh, The first visit, she told me, Hand
7: for
2: $60. <laughs> Sam says Whoa, he went back only about... only 60 That's expensive. Is it? Yeah, you can get a... Use uh, other parts of the body for 50 at most places.
1: I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you go to local6.com, you can actually see the chick, too, who allegedly is doing this. Hot? Huh? Uh no. No? Uh,
12: would they talk mm-hmm. to her here in a second. Hands must be beautiful. Hand for $60. Sam says he went back about nine more times, and each time spent 60 bucks for a massage and 60 bucks extra. All right, for that, you fly to Vegas and get a high-end hooker. Yeah.
2: If you're going to keep on doing that, you
12: might as well get the whole shebang. It's Extra for sex by hand. You were there 10 times. Right. Did she ever question your age? No. He was 19 at the time, legal in age, but apparently illegal in act. I, I like I, I like that. Did she question your age?
1: So he's trying to almost make it seem like it's a kid toucherish thing, <laughs> or, or, or or one of
2: those five-year-olds from across the street could walk over and like with like one of those fake uh, uh fake nose and uh, mustache things and saying he's some uh, some businessman.
7: And you know
1: the whole angle of that question too is uh, your 17-year-old could be doing this with his allowance. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, he probably is.
2: And if he isn't, he wished he could.
1: And that, or he's uh, paying the fat girl in the corner of the lunchroom 10 and throwing in an extra bag of Cheetos during uh, algebra class.
12: And going for a fold. Apparently, because we didn't see it for ourselves until we sent in two local six staffers for a regular <laughs> one-hour massage session. All
1: right, hold on. Let's pause it here. we got to take a break, Dubs. you got to hear what happens when they send in the staffers. And then, and then you got to hear when they confront the lady, too. Again, you can see this on local6.com. <laughs> Take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am, I am, I am a it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, El Jefe and J Dubs, live on a Tuesday night. And, um,. Right now we're talking about this video that's on local LocalSix.com. Actually, I guess it was an investigative report uh, about an alleged sex for sale at a spa. And really, it's HJ's, yeah. Handies, for about 65 bucks at this yeah. place in Longwood.
2: And the funny thing about it is uh, it's right across from a school where a playground is, and uh, they're making a big deal about kids playing across the street from where this uh, Handies for Sale is going on. When every parent has done much worse across the hall from where their children children sleep, you know? And they don't, or sometimes on the
1: table in which they eat. And you know, even even with that too, that's how children are made. Mm -hmm. I don't even understand, uh, that's a whole other issue. Uh, Keith in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Keith? Hey, man, I just
3: want to let you know, if you see that video, uh, she's got a hand pump of lotion right on her side, like
4: strapped to it, and uh, they show her working, and she just real quickly goes to her side and squirts some out, and I'm like, I wonder why that's there.
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't even notice that. I'm going to have to take a look at that. Thanks, Keith. All right, so, so... That's a woman after my heart. So far in the video, we've heard of uh, the, uh, the 19-year-old who went there 10 times, got started going on his birthday because his dad gave him some money. And I guess this is where local six sends in a couple of producers. Now uh, we need to start coming up with work like that for our producers.
2: Yeah. Hey, uh, we're gonna send you in to uh, get a handy. By the way, you see these everywhere. Oh like, yeah. You
1: know what's going on when it's like open light. truckers welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, like they like, s-
2: they like they're just tense, and that's why they wanna you know get in there.
1: No, I they're they're
2: deprived of uh, any kind of sexual contact.
1: I see them like on.
2: 1792. I see them on like 436. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. And they're always next to the porn shop. Not always. Wow. Well, well, if you find one that is,
12: you know you found
1: a good one. Oh, yeah.
12: All right, so this
1: is where they send in the producers.
12: Because we didn't see it for ourselves until we sent in two local six staffers for a regular one hour massage session. $65 apiece. Both guys had the identical experience a body scrub followed by what they call an amateurish massage. A lot of attention to the buttocks.
4: (laughs)
2: Loss of fingers. Why run down the lady? Yeah. She's trying. And she's just trying to make a couple extra bucks so she can put food on on the table for her family. Amateurish massage. Hey, she, her hands are tired from giving handies all day. Give her a break.
12: Right. That takes Both a lot of you. Say the session ended when the woman attempted sex by hand, not by request, just automatically. <laughs> uh, staff- you know what? That's bull.
1: When you don't even have to say anything... That's a freebie. Yeah. That's to get you to come back later. Is that even really illegal then? Whenever you don't, have, when you don't ask and they just do it?
2: I think when uh, you're paying for a massage and that starts happening because you've already transferred money for body contact, something like that, it tends to fall into an illegal category. Oh, you sound like you've uh, been busted before. Mm. Well, I know. Uh, I know the law
12: stopped the attempted sex acts immediately. Sam knows why right. he should have too. Sex for sale is illegal. Prostitution, it's what it is. Do you see anything wrong with having this sort of sex for sale supposedly, right in the middle I, of the I community? I guess he's talking to the cops here at this point. Really?
4: Mm. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, no. two blocks down from the police
12: station. Indeed, police headquarters sits only blocks away. (laughs) Would it surprise you to know that prostitution may be going on right under your nose, only blocks away? Uh, In this job, uh, nothing nothing really surprises me. Reviewing the claims of the 19-year-old, Longwood police respond... Talking about prostitution. That's clearly prostitution. Plain and simple, yes. And the
1: claims of our staffer... Is it really? I, I really have to wonder... If they're massaging your body, if they must it's
2: massage all- another part of it, like there's one part where you can't touch for some reason.
1: Why? Like even on a dude you can massage like their chest. And even like the like pelvic area, but when you actually begin to t- to touch the twig and berries For some reason that is
2: the uh, the time where hey, there's something wrong going on here. Sure. No, it's all right.
1: four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. That drives me nuts. Why? Why do they want
2: to stop this all the time? From This is literally something that's not hurting anybody.
1: All right, Matt Albert says we've got to isolate a lot of attention to the buttocks. That has to be a drop. <laughs>
12: Either way, I think he can construe it as prostitution. Since our staffers did not ask for sex, the crime conducted by the masseuse could be lewd and lascivious behavior. We found that same masseuse when we returned looking for answers. Look at the video. Now look at her. All right, and by the way, you can see a picture of this chick on local6.com.
1: <laughs> and, um, hold on, let me, get, let me bring it up for you, Dubs. All right. Yeah, I need to see this, uh, you really don't. Piece of work. But I want you to, I want you to listen to the voice, and then I'll show you the picture. Okay.
12: I heard that there's some prostitution and lewd and lascivious behavior going on here. I don't
5: think so. With the massage
12: tapis? You guys both had your penises touched. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> These guys here both had their penises touched by. All right. You,
1: now here's. <laughs> could you imagine someone dragging you in there and be like? Did you touch his penis? Admit to it. And then you're the guy standing there in shame of, yeah, she touched me, or she wanted to touch me. And by the way, I thought that they didn't touch. Oh no, they—they they, right when she put her hand on it. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah,
2: they said no. Hold on.
1: I gotta, I gotta find this.
2: are right, you gonna hawk a loogie first? No,
1: do you, something? You heard his lotion.
12: Ah. Uh-huh. You during a massage. Well, They're identifying you, but why are you touching their genitals?
5: I don't do that.
12: Ultimately, (laughs) she says it's a case of we said, she said.
9: You know, this is not normal for me. Just, you see that I'm a little bit, you know, worried
12: because I'd be worried too. These guys here both say that you attempted to give them a hand. No,
5: you know, I can say whatever I want about anyone because that's normal.
0: Everyone can say anything about anyone.
7: We have to take it very seriously. The the last thing we want
12: is this type of activity uh, going on. Is this something that merits investigation? Why? Oh, of course. We'll it, it, really, oh, hold on.
1: it really doesn't. There's so much more going on out there. You know exactly what is going on. Yeah, it's not like you have these
2: girls out there uh, fiending crack for it. They're in a nice little uh, place with a table. I running their hand across people. All right, come here.
1: This is, come here and take a look at this chick. You ready?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, people are telling me on the instant messenger there's no way they'd let her touch them. <laughs> it's granny handy.
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what
12: the hell is going on. Without a doubt. In fact, Longwood police and other authorities have shut down at least one other massage parlor in town a couple of years ago for similar activity. The police would like to hear from you, even anonymously, if you witnessed prostitution or lewd behavior at the business we investigated. Now, state records show that a woman named Susan Herman is connected to this business, and we put in a call to her. But we have not heard back. In fact, we've put in three calls. Jackie.
1: All right. So there it is. That's the big news on Local 6, that people are uh, getting happy endings. And it's like, that's like the oldest story ever. These
2: rubbing tugs have been around since the beginning of time. Let them live.
1: Furniture boy in the lanyard in the hideout. What's up, man?
4: Hey, that, that's like the lamest story I ever heard. Number one, the room looked like a, a hotel room mm-hmm. with a regular bed that they're getting massaged on. Nothing even like a massage parlor. Right. Uh, the lady was ugly as can be. Mm-hmm. And the amount of rear-end massaging that I just saw on the news, <laughs> I think that should have been illegal. Not, not what was going on, because how can you massage that much of the rear end that you're almost in the sphinx?
1: And then
4: you, you don't, you don't, and then to turn them around, it's illegal.
1: Yeah.
13: Oh no, you're right. And you, anal massage is okay.
1: Right. Exactly. Is it?
2: I'm gonna ask for that next time. Hey, can you do the uh, the bung?
1: Isolate that, please. Go ahead and get it. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Damn, got bung fun. This this, this lady with that hand is scary. <laughs> oh,
2: imagine the, the where that hand's been over and over again. And that 19-year-old kid was loving it.
1: Yeah, ten times <laughs> he's been there. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: have you ever been to one of these? Be honest. I've never actually been to a Rub and Tug, no. I have many friends who've done it, uh, and... They always said that they can do it better themselves. So.
1: Yeah, it, Really, when it comes to that act, yeah. you're always better than anyone else who could do it. Mm-hmm. You know it. In fact, a lot of guys like it when they're with a chick for her to do it. But no, again, like you want her to be in the room and maybe touching you, but you're probably better off doing that than her. The
2: only reason you like her to do it is so you feel like a professional and you're watching amateur work. You know, you're like, hey, she's learning. Yeah, you know, I, I I can admire uh,
1: a newbie. And you teach them what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is kind of fun. Kevin, you're next up in the hideout. What you got to do? Kevin, hey man, I, yeah, hey. I want to
3: know why it is that if you go into one of these places and get a and and they they go down and touch you, it, why is it not rape for a man, but if you're a man giving the massage and you That's touch true. them, it's rape for a woman?
1: Yeah, because I guess technically it wasn't asked for. I guess you could say it was some sort of sexual battery. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And trust me, if that was a guy
2: giving massages doing that to girls, they would be throwing that out there all the time.
1: Phil in Orlando in the hideout on the Hide Out Real Radio. What's up, Phil? How you doing, man? All right, dope.
3: Hey, I wanna ask you something, uh, I heard it's illegal to even ask for. Is that
1: true? I right, can you ask can you even mention no. the mention the phrase happy ending when you're in there? Uh is it like is it like whenever you're at the airport and you can't make jokes?
2: there? I think when you do that, you run the risk of trying to solicit prostitution.
1: So you can't even mention happy ending? Mm Mm-mm. What if you say uh, it's reverse day and you say sad start? (laughs) Hey, how about one of those sad starts?
2: From what, uh, the look of that masseuse, it looks like it's sad all the way through. Oh, my God. It's, I don't even know how, like, I would think you would lose it. (laughs) Oh, you close your eyes.
1: You tell her, keep on pumping out lotion. I'm so glad you said lotion. <laughs> Did you remember, maybe they have like videos on. Why is this illegal? I really it, want to know why it's illegal. What? It almost seems sexist, like women can't make money. If they want to do that, they should be able to. As a feminist, I'm saying. It just doesn't. As a pervert, I'm saying they should. Allow it. America is based on money. And sex. How is this illegal? 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. I would like to hear someone, you know,
2: because I I really can't come up with an argument of why it should be legal, but I, I mean illegal. So I don't know, you know, maybe someone out there has experienced something with it or something like that where they they've seen some of the bad sides of prostitution. All, right. All I've seen is the good side.
1: I'll be open minded. You're right. Why why should we keep it illegal? It's a hideout real radio 104.1. Can you do the the bung? It's a hideout real radio 104.1. Go to the website, realradio.fm. Newly designed hideout page. Links to all of our MySpace pages. And also the Heretics have created a website, hereticshideout.com. Lincoln Park, you're in the hideout. What's up?
0: Hey guys. What do you want? There's a serial flasher on loose. A ser- He's just going around to every school you can find, flashing all the kids walking home.
1: Oh, I haven't even heard about a serial flasher. Keep your mouth shut. will choke you. Hey, are there
2: are there pretty prostitutes? Oh yeah. I, I actually was watching uh, Cops the other day, and there was a girl. uh Pretty hot young little thing, blonde, big bangs, uh, giving uh, handies for twenty bucks.
1: Wow. Yeah. I see this guy's getting ripped off then. Mm-hmm. By the old lady.
2: Yeah, some old maid thinking that she's a seasoned pro, which she may be. You know, that may be the one time you're like, wow, maybe girls
1: can pull this off. Hey, did you hear also too about what happened at the Bucks game? Hmm. Apparently. <laughs> There was a uh, a mobile strip club where I guess Deja Vu uh, had like this super large Escalade, and they were charging guys like twenty bucks for a topless dance, forty if she was nude, like just right out. They're handing out flyers, doing the whole thing. Did they get in trouble for it? Oh yeah. Is that illegal? I. You're allowed to have private parties
2: in a uh, in one of those big uh, moving buses or vans or whatever.
1: I don't know if you can have. I think it has to be sanctioned though if people are dancing for money.
2: Hmm. Because I, I, you know, they have those uh, those clubs or those uh, services where you can have them come anywhere you uh you want them to be. I don't even know if that's legal though. Oh, it definitely is legal. Because they be busting these people all the time. They never check anything. They just come right over to your house.
1: All 916 If it is uh, okay, then maybe we do another party bus.
2: I like, nah. We'd end up with a dead stripper and a uh, drunken uh, bus driver again. It'd be like very bad things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd end up with a, with a uh, towel hook in the back of her head. Trying to bury her in the desert. That was such an odd movie. Yeah, I went to the movie theater
1: and saw that movie. Did you? I'm sorry. Actually, I really liked it. I thought it was pretty funny. Our hired gunman says it's all about the nudity and the alcohol mixed together. That's when it's at its best. Yeah,
2: that's when you actually feel like, okay, this is what heaven's like. If I die, this is where I want heaven to be. Is there
1: anything like the combination of a nice beer and poontang? If uh, football's on at the same time. Oh, please, because you know you'd be ignoring the poontang for the football. Uh, it depends. That's what halftime's for. That's so what that minute 40 is for during those commercial mm-hmm.
2: breaks. All right, play a, play a white stripes song. And give me a dance.
1: White stripes. <laughs> Have a blast. I think they're more likely dancing to the Black Eyed Peas. Jake the Mechanic, you're in the hideout. I'm not into that. Yeah,
3: what's up, guys? Uh, Shannon Burke was talking about this today. Mm-hmm. They got busted for selling alcohol and not having a license or something like that. Huh.
1: It nothing
3: to do with the nudity.
1: Really?
4: Yeah, so you can pull a oh, party deal, like, you know, in the limousine mm-hmm. or whatever. But, but when
2: you know. they started oh, serving, that was uh, when it uh, became a problem. All
1: right, yeah, police found alcohol being sold inside. Yeah, and the lap the dances for 20 if the girl was topless, 40 if she was nude. What a price, by the way. That's pretty expensive. Thanks, Jake. I always go with just the topless. At least
2: in Michigan I did, because they could touch you if they are topless, like in grind. But if uh, they're fully nude, they couldn't touch you.
1: Is there anything more awkward than a lap dance? Oh,
2: especially the fully nude ones. (laughs) She's just waving it right there, three inches away, and you're sitting on your hands. And it's just like It's so funny that they make you sit on your hands because they don't trust that you have the self-control, not to just grab it.
1: Well, if you're at the point where you're getting one of those, you probably don't have self-control. What? Getting a lap dance? At an all-nude place? This place is so dirty.
2: Ah, the boo we went to uh, back in Lansing was nude. Yeah, and it was dirty. No,
1: that place was one of the higher-end ones I've ever been at. Uh, That was in Lansing. That was the high-end in Lansing. This is higher than most of the ones I've been to, especially in D.C. Yeah, D.C. was a hole. That place sucked ass for strip clubs. And you know, you know what I'm a little disappointed in? We haven't really made the strip club rounds, like, 'cause mm-hmm. we we've done most of the Orlando stuff, but they got the pasties. We haven't made it to Daytona or down to Tampa yet.
2: I always drive by that Circus Circus place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh then, yeah, <laughs> it looks like gold. All right, maybe we do it. I'm, sure I'm sure we've had some girls in
2: from there. I'm sure there's plenty of bearded women in there. Oh, come on. You don't know that. I'm talking about the other beard. It's li- like just jumping back into the 80s. Do you like that? Bam.
1: You like a little hair down there?
2: No. At all? Cleaner the better. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: I think I kind of like it. Really?
2: It just seems like you're making out with a dude with a goatee bad breath. That's what it feels like to me.
1: I never really thought of it that way. Well, next time. Yeah, well, <laughs> great. 407-916-1041, 888 978 Dingleberry, Stew, and Lakeland, you're next up in the hideout. What's up, Dingleberry?
3: Hey man. Uh I actually uh ate at a strip joint that uh
4: that was fully nude over in Ocala area.
2: Yeah, they always have that uh steak special which just totally totally thing makes you think I'm it, eating it was, a bloody piece of meat right now. Uh, what am I doing here? It was the most difficult hamburger I've ever had to eat in my life cuz the whole time you just smell the poon. Right. And so like I I actually could only go through about half of it, man. Then I
1: was, you know, just deep down inside I was crying.
2: All you can hear, all you can smell is (laughs) poon, beef, and CK1. That's all you got going on in there. You're
1: always about the CK1. (laughs) That's all the strippers are about. All right, people are telling me places to go in Daytona. We need to, man, do you know that I still have not been to Daytona? Oh, really? I've been there a couple times. It's actually really cool. I always go out to Cocoa, but when we first came down here, we drove through Daytona. That's the most time I've spent there.
2: We'll go sometime. I know. It's awesome out Hey, do you want to do uh, Christmas in Daytona?
1: That's not a bad idea.
2: Why not? I guarantee
1: hotel prices will be cheap. You think so? Yeah. Let's be like uh. You know what I want to do, man? I want to do a gig from out in Daytona. I wonder if there's a place out there where we go do something. There's
2: plenty of places out there. I'm sure one of them would love to have us. Julio,
1: you're in the hide on Real Radio. What's up, Julio? Hey, how you guys doing? All right. I wanted to share a story, just to let you know how places are a little ridiculous around here. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, me and my buddies went down to West Palm Beach for my 21st birthday.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, we couldn't get into a bar because one of the guys who was with us was at 21. But we could get into a fully nude strip club that is alcohol. And uh, my buddy had one of these strippers on him. Getting a full nude lap dance And mm-hmm. she could actually touched the girls there And uh, the name of the place was Peekaboo And uh, her thing was to kind of like Open her legs When she had her Peek-a-boo. legs wrapped around your face And say Peekaboo
1: every time She oh. kind of spread oh, it my open God! <laughs> <laughs> so odd All right. not, to me- not to mention she was like You know 40 years old but Okay well see you know that I like
2: <laughs> The one that really Really bothered me We used to do a thing out of DG's Back in Lansing uh, and they had the oil wrestling. And after the oil wrestling, me, you, and uh, I think Quasi, one of our other radio friends, are sitting around. That ass. And we're drinking. We look up at the stage. There's a pregnant chick dancing. <laughs> That's when you know you're at the run-down yeah. strip club, when there's just that big belly flapping in front of you, and the the kid's just about ready to pop out and wave to you. Uh.
1: You don't like that, chumps? No. no. Why would I?
2: It's foul. Actually, she was shoving a Gerber bottle right okay, there. Okay, <laughs> come on.
3: <laughs>
1: Baby's got to eat. <laughs> Big John here in the High Down Road Radio. What's up, Big John?
3: What's up, guys? Uh, this is Big John from the Pig Pony. I heard you guys talking about wanting to come out, and I got the only nude strip club in town, so... Uh, I'm friends with Russ and Jimmy and those guys. Oh, cool! And, uh, I- I'm extending my uh, my club to you guys. Want to come out and have a good night on me? Uh, we'd be happy to have you out. I've been a silent listener, you guys, since you've been on. I haven't had a chance to call too much, but I listen to you guys every night on my way home.
2: We would love to come out and check out your place, man. And, and, yeah,
3: and I'm I'm an old Michigan boy, and we've got 30 clubs all over the country too. So, I
1: right, Pink Pony in Daytona. We're definitely gonna have to check We're there. We appreciate it, Big John. We're yeah. Gonna... Uh,
3: Tuttle's a good buddy of mine, and he's he can give you my uh, he got my cell number, and whenever you guys want to come out, just let me know. All uh, right,
1: cool. I'm all about it. Thank you, Big John. All
3: right, take care, and I like what you guys
1: are doing. All right, appreciate Thank you. it. We're not so fond. Of what we're doing? Yeah.
2: I'm fond of what he's doing.
1: Yeah, we wish we were you. Mm-hmm. John, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. What's up, John?
2: Hey, how you guys doing? All right, brother. Hey, I was just curious. Aren't you guys
3: from the Michigan area originally?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Dubs is.
3: Did you guys ever make it across the border up to Windsor for some of the clubs up there?
2: Yeah, guess, they had okay. they had a couple of clubs over there, uh, which were the, the quality of chicks were cool. And the really cool thing about the uh, Canada clubs, at least in Windsor, they couldn't come up and ask you if you wanted to dance. Oh, so the, none of that um, none of the not uh, awkward yeah, and, and uh, denying the same girl over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, you you have to go up to them
1: and say, hey, can I get a dance? Oh, right. I didn't know they were doing something like did you so did you do a lot of that, John?
3: It's been a long time. I went up there for a bachelor party. I used to do uh, some business in Detroit as well. I used to have to take some clients over there. The, I remember the one that was like called Jason's with a million dollar club, yep. something like that. A couple different clubs up there. But then uh shortly afterwards I read somewhere that uh one of the places uh, got busted. Apparently, they were uh, holding the women there basically hot. I know they're a Russian <laughs> <laughs> railroad.
1: Oh, my God.
3: Uh, they are I- basically indentured servants, I think, until they worked off whatever their debt was to get them into the country.
1: Right, in Canada, I like how Canada acts a holier than thou, and that's going on right there in Windsor. Well, Canada doesn't have a
2: problem with the prostitution either. Uh, the the prostitution is allowed it, it, same
1: rules. They can't come up to you and bother you on the street. But you can go ask? Mm-hmm. Right, I got to get there now. Now I'm okay with it. Hey, thanks, John. Appreciate the phone call, buddy. See guys. All right. Hey, speaking of, all right, now your family's gone, Mhm. I want you to tell the stories about your family, because they were here for what, seven days? Seven long days. Your mom and your little brother? Mm-hmm. All right, tease me, tease me with the best part.
2: Well, it's all so good. Did you see your mom naked? No, thank God. But I did have to uh, air out my place after they left, like put all the doors and windows open. My little brother stinks. He's the smelliest bastard in the world. You would walk into the apartment, the place would be thick because of the stench from him sleeping.
1: All right, let's take a break and come back. I want to know what it was like. My family keeps saying they want to come visit, and I'm like, no, oh, no I'm going to be out of town.
2: My mom was telling me how she doesn't want to leave, but she knows I'm ready for her to leave, and she wants to come back real soon.
1: I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And by out of town, I mean I'll be in Castleberry. <laughs> Take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout for Radio 104.1. Yeah. You're
12: the type of guy.
1: Can't it is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 L.F.A. and J-Dubs on a Tuesday night. Real Radio Hideouts, the AOL Instant Messenger. Newly designed webpage, too, uh, with all kinds of links and audio and uh, new stuff coming up on there, including the, um, there's some videos that we got planned. Yeah. RealRadio.fm, the Hideout page. So dubs your family was in town.
2: Yes, for seven long 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 days.
1: It was your mom and your little brother who's about 14?
2: Uh yeah, he's 14. They came into town and you know, when you have uh any kind of family or anybody really visiting you, you feel like you have to uh, you know, entertain them the whole time, keep them busy, which isn't, you know, a completely crazy thing you should keep whoever is staying at your place uh, happy and busy but when it's for seven days there's no way you should be held to that standard all seven days and that's what i felt like i was what'd they do what'd you guys go do or what'd you have them do well we uh, we went to uh well thursday thanksgiving i cooked the turkey i did all the stuff i was cooking all the food doing all these things uh trying to watch the football game too uh in between all this and uh I had to go out buy a board game to do at night and everything and what? Yeah it's a board game? A board game. What board game? Uh trivial pursuit, uh the uh, pop
1: culture one. So you guys all right, that sounds like hell. It sounds like hell sitting around playing trivial pursuit with your family. Is I, your chick playing too? Yeah. I killed them. How drunk are you two? Just to get through it. That night, I actually didn't drink
2: a whole hell of a lot, but I, I'm not a big drinker normally. You know, it usually doesn't pop in my head that I need to drink. At least five or six times, I felt like I needed to drink during this whole uh, last week. Uh, and then the next day, we go to Universal, which was fun.
1: I love Universal.
2: Yeah, we went around, uh, did the uh, regular Universal thing at first and uh, rode all the rides over there. Then we went to Islands of Adventure. Did all the things there.
1: Uh, you know, had fun. Left at about seven thirty eight o'clock. Let me ask you: Whenever you're walking around with like your mom and your little brother, do you ever get embarrassed of some of the stuff they say in public, or oh, of course, like the way they talk, or not like them specific? Because I know I do when I'm with my family, and you just kind of like, okay. could you not be so? And it's not like people recognize you as quote unquote J dog. No, you, you just you you just feel embarrassed as a person,
2: you know, as a person,
1: and. Uh-huh. Whenever
2: you see that happening, you're watching, laughing, saying, oh, I hate it when that happens. You know, whenever you see uh, an older guy lugging around his mom, and his mom's making an ass of everything.
1: Uh, you know what's funny, too, about this? Is that your little brother looks al- just so much like you, mm-hmm. it could literally look like you and your mom are the mo- uh, mother and father, and that's your son. Did you hold your mom's hand?
2: No. Hmm. But we rode all the rides, and then we left there about 7.30. Um, And, oh, that was after being up all night for
1: Black uh, Friday. All right, so that sounds like the worst 24 hours ever.
2: Yeah, I was up all night for Black Friday, slept for about three hours, got up, went out to Universal. I was beat by the end of Universal, but either I had to go home and find something to do for dinner, or we had to go out. So we went out to uh, the Orlando House Mm, and uh, ate. Right away, I slam a Long Island. I order a uh, a very very strong uh, margarita,
1: and I am blitzed. And so I right, let me ask you, it's always funny when you're sitting there with your parents and you're drunk. Because mm-hmm. did you start admitting to things, or even bringing up stuff about uh, like your childhood, or are you just sitting there in silence?
2: I sat there, shut up, and ate my nachos.
1: And what is your mom doing the whole? Because I gotta imagine that. Hold on, let me see. I gotta imagine it's the most uncomfortable table ever. It's you, your chick, your little brother, and your mom. And how much does it suck for your little brother knowing that his date is his mom? <laughs> He's. They're the fourth and fifth wheel sitting over there. Alright, so what, what, what well, was.
2: Well, my, my mom, what my mom was doing at the table at the Orlando Ale House was bitching that uh, there wasn't an onion put on her burger. There was no onion on her burger. You can go without the onion, Ma. Take a bite of the burger. She sent it back? Well, she didn't send the burger back. She sent the lady back to go get her an onion. Oh, you
1: know what they did to the onion. Mm-hmm. God, and I hate, you my mom does that crap, too, where she sits there, and she just bitches about something.
2: Onion is not that big of a deal if it, if it's left off your burger. It's not going to kill the burger experience.
1: In fact, I think it ruins it. I, I enjoy a nice
2: onion sometimes. Oh.
1: I just like an onion if it's, uh, I'm talking about a girl's ass. That onion. You want a girl's ass in your burger? Yeah. I'd love that. Or better yet, a burger on a girl's ass. All right.
2: Now you got me interested. Oh, man. The meat right between the buns.
1: I really am very hungry now. I'm, I'm starving. <laughs> so you guys are hanging out, going out to dinner, doing all that kind of mm. fun stuff. So
2: we go home. I finally, I'm beat, so I just, I literally don't talk to anybody. I walk right in and fall asleep. We wake up the next morning. What are we doing today? What are we doing today? What are we doing no. today? Yes, and I'm just... Can't you be happy you we went to university yesterday? I'm sitting here trying to read, smoke a cigarette, and be by myself for five minutes. Let, let me
1: do that. Let me ask you something. Did you... uh? Did you... Punch the clown or get any sex or anything the whole time? No. I, I'm i backed up. Like a maniac. Because you just dropped him off, didn't you, like today? Yeah,
2: right before I came up here. I, right. I dropped him off at 5.30 at night. So go I up? got... Oh, yeah. Are you going to go home and do it? Oh, yeah. I've got a Jergens bottle with my name written all over it.
1: Like you're in Longwood at some massage parlor. Mm-hmm.
2: I might go there. I'd watch out. I'd bring my own lotion. Like, use this. I love the berry smell.
1: Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one.
2: So they keep on asking me what we're gonna do, and you know, what did we even do Saturday? I can't even remember right now. Didn't you do Disney or something? Did you guys ever go to Disney? Or I actually got out of that. I want to go to Disney. I want to go out there and have fun, but I didn't want to. You know, it wouldn't be the happiest place on earth if I was there mm-hmm. with them. So I sent them off to do that yesterday. So I had more time to myself yesterday. So I, I sent them off to do that in medieval times. Oh,
1: so you got them out of the house for a while. Yeah.
2: And they come back with those those stupid pictures, you know, <laughs> of their face in like a, 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 a
1: knight's uniform and everything. And your little brother's got his Slipknot t-shirt on mm-hmm. that I'm sure he wore all seven days. He wore it home. Did he wash it? I don't No. They never used the washer. You you realize how just like awful family is, and you're just stuck with them. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do when it comes to family.
2: I mean, please, like, I don't mind taking you guys around doing
1: things, but
2: get a hotel. Stay away from
1: me. No, at that's night. the whole reason they come down here, so they don't have to spend the money on the hotel. Mm-hmm. Hey, when Tell you... me I need a two bedroom. Go no. to hell. Did they really? That would be great if it was a two-bedroom. You know what you I would have said? All right, well, guess who's camping <laughs> out? Guess who gets to sleep underneath the tree tonight here in beautiful Orlando? is your bedroom. It is warm. It's not like Michigan. You get to sleep outside in the outside in the nice 60-degree weather. I yeah, know. I haven't slept in my bed in over a week. You know what's awful? Bed stinks your mom right now. I'm sure my girlfriend's
2: already washed everything. Oh, yeah. My girlfriend is so anal about being clean that she, I guarantee right when she came home,
1: was just wrapping everything up throwing it in the washer I'd have just burned it (laughs) just burn it all, maybe even the entire complex
2: anything my brother slept on I feel like I needed to because he stinks? oh god, it was the worst I came home uh, the first night after they slept there I wondered what died like what what disgusting ass animal had fallen and died in the middle of my uh, house
1: I, did you tell him that he stunk? I th- no. I I'm not afraid to tell a little brother. Hey, dude, you gotta wash your ass. Go get in the shower. How many times did he shower while he was there? Three. He was here for seven
2: days. And in I, in Orlando. And they were they were complaining about the humidity.
1: I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, this is nothing. This is the good time of the year. Mm-hmm. It's not humid at all. It's like walking around in soup. And now. It does it at least make you feel good to know they're going back to the awful mid-Michigan life that they live? That
2: is my uh, true redemption on it. To know that they're walking off that plane probably about a half hour freezing their ass off. It's beautiful to me. hate family.
1: It's so annoying. Dude, I haven't talked to my family. I didn't talk to my family the whole holiday. Lucky, man. I'm You're truly lucky. I, I'm not gonna, I don't think. I think I'm going to see if I can get through the, the rest of the year not talking to my family. Chunks, are you talking to your family at all?
8: Yeah. Every so often. Do they like you? Yeah, I think they do for some reason. I, especially thinking how my dad listens. I think he just feels real badly for me, uh the way you guys treat me and realizes how good of a person I am. Shut <laughs> up. No, I'm just kidding. But I do talk to them. That, I I feel guilty, you know, because I never really talked to them much as a kid, and I feel like now I kind of have to, you know, overcompensate and uh, be a little bit and nicer. I,
1: and I wonder, too, like, if at some point when they're dead, my family's dead, if I'm going to, like, regret all the time that I didn't talk to them. No, I'll regret that I talked to them
2: as much as I did because I'm being drugged around to be a bear. asses. I don't want to carry your dead body. Leave me
1: alone. I'll send you a card. So when do you think your mom's going to come back down? Next time she can figure out how to to type in, how to spell Travelocity?
2: She had no idea on how to book anything online. My mom doesn't even use credit cards. All cash. She's scaring hundreds around with her. I wish I would
1: known that before.
2: I would have robbed a bitch.
8: So what, what was, like, the daily conversation like, Doves? I mean, like, just the uh, day to You
2: know, it wasn't as bad as what you would have thought. It was actually, it wasn't as uncomfortable as it usually is. It was very pleasant, except for when I got really annoyed, and uh, I'd be driving them around, you know, to uh, either the grocery store or something. I wanted to be alone so bad, I'd drop them off and just sit in the van the whole time. I'm going, I'm going to sit here quietly with myself play, you, and play pocket pool. Did you ever really just snap at him and like, ma, shut yes. up, please. A few times I threw a shut up out there. But one time uh, we were talking about something and uh, she's like, I think uh, my son's just ready to get rid of her mom, his mom for the, for now. I'm like, you nailed around the head. I want you out of here. <laughs>
1: you said that? Yeah. What'd she say? nothing how do you talk to your mom like that she gave you life dude take it you've taken it for a week
2: you might as well take it forever
1: have you and this is going to sound awful have you thought about it like moms maybe aren't so special no they aren't (laughs) any any
2: retard with a vagina can do it
1: that's what i'm saying like really when it comes down to it your mom
2: i'll I'll tell you what actually probably be easier birth with a retard because they can push a lot harder
1: Your mom is a chick who allowed another guy to complete while they're one. You know what I mean? That's like, that's your mom. She had the harsh
2: thought of, hey, I want to know what it feels like without a rubber.
1: Yeah, your mom is, she like, your dad was able to talk her into not bagging it that night. And then nine months later, there you are. That's your mom. That's the special
2: bond that you have. You know what I feel sorry for? Mm Mm-hmm poor sons of bitches that call me and tell me hey uh yeah i'm just living with my parents right now i uh i'm waiting to get a better job i can't handle the rent right now
1: all right let's take a break and come back i got comments on that so i right, am i off on of that mom thing or is no. that just really my demented way i think of you i think
2: you're right on because it's just like when you're growing up and you find
1: out your parents are idiots and I mean, people, you know
2: way more than them.
1: Are people are saying, "Wow, you think lowly of your mother?" But no, that's like all mothers. Yeah, I think that way, way about your mother. Eventually, at some point, if I ever end up having a kid, it's because
2: I, I was too too uh lazy to go to the bathroom and grab the uh, condoms out of the
1: drawer. It's a hideout, Rural radio, one hundred four point one. Tuesday night in the hideout, Rural radio, one hundred four point one. Now, half and jet ups coming down the home stretch. Come on in. 407 one oh four one be somebody in the hideout. By the way, hideout no, heretics hideout Apparently uh the heretics are created. Which really is very cool. Hey, you know, we went in the break and we were talking about moms Mm-hmm. and like really maybe they're not all that special. Yeah, they uh they did what any other whore would do. Well, I'm not going to go as far as to verbalize that. Whatever. But I will say this: out of the, like, out of the number of babies conceived, or out of the number of conceptions per year, percentage-wise, what do you think is the number that is actually wanted? Like, you wanted to get pregnant. The
2: actual uh, trying to uh, have a baby type thing, not oh man, I actually uh,
1: I wasn't ready for this. Like, people are actually excited about the pregnancy. Like our former intern, PJ. I uh, I still don't even think that one was even planned, probably.
2: I think think it actually uh, happened, but... I mean, I think people fake the excitement.
1: Not planned, but actually genuine excitement about the conceptions. When they find out. I would say it's 50-50. No, I would say there's no way it's 50-50. I think a lot of people uh, trick themselves into
2: being happy about having a kid. Or there's some white trash gene in their body that says, hey, this is
1: a good thing that uh, I'm littering the planet with uh, more of my type. All right, Swami says it's probably higher now because of those who actually want it because of better birth control. But I think there are a lot because of birth control where people are thinking, how did this happen?
2: I thought I did everything right. I thought I, you know, I've been on the pill.
1: He's been wearing a dome. Here's the perfect way to avoid pregnancy. And this is what they should be teaching in schools. Wear a dome for the dude. Make sure she is um, on the pill or depot or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the withdrawal. You do those three. And anal. Four. There's no way a pregnancy is going to happen. And if you do my thing, you can leave the withdrawal out of it. Okay, come on. Keep on going. Right, you know, that's. That's just too much, dude. I had to get that.
2: You, My. you went over the line. I hear stuff on other stations this time.
1: You're right. <laughs> 407-916-1041-8889-78104. 1041 alright Chunks, let's go into a fantasy world with you. Let's say for some... And this is going to be a fantasy world. But let's just happen to say that you were seeing somebody. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and... That somebody came to you and said, guess what? We're going to have a little chunky monkey. What, are you guys adopting? <laughs> oh, man. At this point in your life right now, would you be excited about the fact that you were going to be a father? Uh, no, because I, I need to get a paying
8: job before I get excited about that. No, no, I okay. push you down the steps. No, come no. on, that's not right. No, I mean, yeah. Well, it's not right, but that's what I do. I mean, I make it look like an accident. Seriously, though.
2: Yeah. Would you talk try to talk her into an abortion at that point?
8: Um I would try and talk to her and say, "Hey, we're going to go to this place and they're going to put you to sleep for a little while and
2: um when you well, wake up." We're we're not even talking seriously because chunks, you wouldn't be stupid enough to do a girl without a condom, would you? Never.
8: Trust me with Chuck's luck, I'd never do that. Really? Nope. You Did it once before. Yeah, but that was just being stupid and drunk. I mean, now, more than once. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it, sometimes it happens.
1: All right, Tommy, what about you? Because uh, I know you're constantly having sex with uh, random women here throughout Orlando. These are practically a male model. Yes. Are you always bagging it? I'm gonna go with the standard answer of yes. All right, so, but that's a no. How can't you? I still bag it. I've been with my chick for almost five years. You have to. You absolutely have to dome it. Could you imagine if your chick came to you right now and said, hey, we're going to have a little one? You know, I wouldn't freak out about it.
2: I'd be like, you're taking care of it? That's your, your little project? You
1: have fun? And guess what? For the next nine months... Uh, You're going to have to work really, really hard to build up a little nest. You need to take on another job. You're going to have to work really, really hard to keep me around. That's what you're going to have to do for the next nine months. Do you want to get the check in the mail? Pick up the slack. You'd be lucky if you get a check. All right, Richard says, if a chick was pregnant with Chunks' baby, she would throw herself down the stairs. (laughs) That's a good point. Actually, happened probably after she was thrown down the stairs. Chris, you're in the hideout on Raw Radio. What's up, Chris?
4: Hey, yeah. I mean, you're talking. You guys are talking about, you know, your situation or people that aren't married, right? I mean, cause
1: mm-hmm.
4: man and woman get married, it's pretty much husband and wife. It's kids are going to get thrown in the mix eventually. You got to expect that.
1: But I'm still saying too. A lot of times, even people that are married are thinking when they do get pregnant. It's not at the right time. They're like, they're, they're like oh, man, maybe if we had waited two or three more years, we would have had a nest egg, more established. I honestly believe 75% – I'm just throwing this out there, Chris – 75% of the people who conceive aren't excited about it at the time because they've got some sort of other worry about there. Probably mostly financial.
4: I understand what you're saying. Uh, my wife and I waited, uh, four years. Actually, we weren't going to have kids at all. Right. And, and then our, our first daughter came along and it was kind of devastating. But yeah. then after, you know, after a while, you know, we started going, well, you know, this is kind of cool. Uh, let's have another one. No, yeah. And we're like, well, let's, let's leave room for error. And that error actually came. And we were actually happy when the second one, you know, when we found out you the second one. you call
2: yourself error? <laughs> yeah. The,
4: the first one sucked. It was like, oh, this is, this is terrible. No, that's but what then, I'm saying. We were used to the, we were used to being
1: parents by then. No, that's exact. That was exactly what I'm saying. Hey, thank you, Chris. I really believe that. Hmm. Yeah, if I were to be dating a chick and something like that happened, I'd be like, "Oh, god." You just gotta think till your life's over. Like our intern, PJ. He's got a part-time job at DC 101, and he's calling everybody proud, like ready to hand out cigars, and he's gonna be a father. If you could afford them. You
2: can't even afford cigars. How are you going to afford having a child?
1: He's giving me a swisher sweet saying, hey, this is great. Dude, Doogie Tarantino said once he had to take two girls to the clinic in Maryland within two months. And it was so awkward when the people at the desk remembered who he was.
2: (laughs) was Did Did you bring your punch card so you got your third one free? Just a little uterus, you're punching it out. Yeah,
1: uh, that, that, that's what they're uh, actually getting. <laughs> <laughs> little blood clots.
2: Or it's actually like one of those things where like, it's a little blood packet, you just All right.
1: squeeze it. There's no need for that. Shock hmm. jock. Shock jock. I can't believe that's the first one of this night. There should have been a few more. Oh, yeah, there should have. <laughs> 407-916-1041, 888 978 Take a quick break, come back, wrap up the Tuesday night hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Wrapping up on a Tuesday, is a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, you know what? I'm so glad the Heretics have their own website. Yeah. Hereticshideout.com. But I'm catching all the crap. I'm getting all these MySpace and email messages. I went to hereticsideout.com and I wasn't on it either, and now I'm pissed off due to the fact that I was helping out and at almost all of the events. Signed, Link. Link, talk to their heretics. We have nothing to do with the website. I'm 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 honored that the listeners, that the heretics who are more than listeners. Have taken it to the level of creating their own website, and it's I think it's awesome. However, if you were left off, it's not my fault. And they even have a place where you can sign up to be a heretic. Why do you do that, Happy? I know I'm not what. All right, Jimmy Jam, who apparently is running this business. And thank you for correcting my name, Jimmy Jam. Jim. El They have to write in, and then we'll all get in. That's all they have to do is get signed up. Dubs, how does that make you feel? If the Heretics went and created a website.
2: I like that. I was uh really happy to see that they they should put a little message board up so they can you know so we can go on there and like you know like if I'm doing anything Best Buy, I can just post it right there. Uh, so basically.
1: You just want it to be your own personal...
2: Well, i just like one to talk nice about us. What? A message
1: board. Oh, please, like I <laughs> care. Yeah, actually, there are message boards that talk about us. They're just not based here. Yeah, talk radio fans. Wackbag. Ronfez.net. Yeah, they like us. <laughs> that can't be real. All right, somebody just sent me a picture of the Harry Potter girl naked. That was me, it's real. Dude, she's like 15. Whatever. There's video of it. That's wrong.
7: I didn't click on that. Why? It's her. I don't know, maybe it's some other girl in the movie. I've never seen the gay movies, so. I don't think that's her. That doesn't look like her. It's the same name. She's
1: like 15. No, what's her name's like Emma Watson or something.
7: Well, then it's a different girl from the movie, then.
1: Yeah, that's something else.
7: I wish it was a young one.
1: No. What? Mm. Tommy Bateman said that. I can't believe you said that, Hefe. I didn't say. You're not pinning that on me. We
7: have the tape. You're pinning yourself on what, girl? The underage one? Fifteen? God. I can't work like this.
2: I don't feel like I even know you anymore, Hefe. I and I I want everybody who has been left off the uh, Heretic website to go ahead and email Hefe. He'll make sure he
1: gets taken Dude, care. I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> I'll forward it all to you.
7: Jimmy Jam wants to know who uh, you want to add as a heretic. He says you're in charge of all yeah. that. It's not, it's not my business. He said, are we still um, ignoring Link? I don't know <laughs> if that's a code or something. Or,
1: uh... no, what the hell? Why you, why you uh, like... Now, here's the thing. Now Link's saying, I did. I went and signed up, but it's still messed up. It's still messed up.
5: That he got left off. Why
1: are you leaving Link off of I Dude, I have nothing to do with hereticshideout.com. That is not me. Link has been here almost since the beginning. He has been. And I think he is a heretic. Do you now? You've changed your tune? Uh, You know, whatever. All right, people are telling me they're scared of the heretics now. Even more so. Why? I love it. I love it. I love it that they have, like, these...
2: Nice pictures up
1: there. Yeah, their website is better than ours. I was proud of the fact that our website got revamped on realradio.fm. Now it's nothing. Now, once again, we're being put to shame. All right, boys. Let's get out of here. You ready? Uh, Wake up with our buddies the Monsters in the morning. By the way, we'll be with them on Friday with the heretics and the Christmas carol singing. And more details coming up on that. Also, too... Uh, You got uh, the Monsters in the Morning, Shannenberg Middays, Phillips Fall in the Afternoon. We'll be back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listening to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America, and best nighttime entertainment in Orlando.
2: Be somebody and always talk good.
1: Stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch.
2: 5,000. 5,000. 5,000.
1: 5,000. 5,000. Can you do the uh,
2: bung? Can you do the, uh, the bung? No.
0: Can you do the, uh,
5: the bung? No. Am I playing it.
2: Yeah, I'm gay. Can you do the, uh, the bung? No. Oh. I would
7: take the dude.
5: No. I would
7: take the dude.
6: I would take the dude. I
7: would take the
13: dude. Take
2: the dude. We're here. We're here. We're snagging some Mexicans. You Orlando. I
5: mean, stay classy.
11: Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick him to the floor. Cause
7: I'll I be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. not
8: interested. I
5: don't. I, 5,000.